Hello, 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 and welcome to the Rebel Health Podcast. You're here with Will and myself, your host, Tristan, and the big W. The big Willie. And And we're here with a beautiful man today, Ryan, who is like a a little brother and a a beautiful friend to Will. And um, he's been sharing some amazing stuff about Ryan with me. Um, over the last couple of weeks, so we're excited to have you here. Thank you very much for having me, guys. Not a problem. All right, I'll just start off um, with some acknowledgement of country. Um, so we acknowledge the first people, the traditional owners of the land we, where we live and work and recognise the continued connection to land, water and community. We pay respects to elders past, present and emerging. Cool. <laughs> Magnificent. So, Thank you. It. So like uh, Tristan said before... Um, Ryan, I've, um, what was it? Two years, two, two years. years and a bit, I yeah. met um, the young man that he was, or should I say a little boy, and over the last <laughs> two years we've formed a, a friendship, um, yeah. and I've just, just seen him grow, and um, yeah. over those last two years it's just felt like i've taken on a role as a as a bigger brother i don't know if you feel like that that could just yeah. be me yeah. and then um yeah i can feel that <laughs> and then we started this podcast and um every time i come here i i'm just inspired with the um outlook that ryan has on life with all the um, conditions which we'll go into, which you don't know yet, um, yeah. that he's up against and um, and has to fight every day. And every time I come and see him, he's always got a smile on his face, even if he's having a rough time or whatever. At the end of the session, when I've been here and speaking to him, like we're laughing and joking and having a good time. And yeah. um, I just, man, it makes me a bit emotional. <laughs> but I just think you'll, you'll love his story and just the way he has an outlook on life is, um, yeah, it's amazing. So here we go. Yeah. Introduce yourself, brother. Hey, I'm Ryan. I'm actually, it's so funny, like we all said, I have spinal muscular atrophy. Uh, that's what I'm born with. But yes, it puts me in a wheelchair. It's a rare illness because it's what it is, is your muscle cells and your um, are not strong enough to look after themselves because deeper in a certain way of chemistry and biology, the cells are not there. And basically, as you replicate the cells, they get worse and worse over time. And this just basically means your muscles get weaker because that's what it is. Yeah. Um, I think because I live positive, I have had a great attitude, um, had a great mum, you know. She, one thing she didn't, one thing she did. Shout out do, to Leanne. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, Leanne. Um, compared to other people in my shoes, they never wrapped me up in cotton wool. They showed me what the world was and why it is. Yeah. And I had to just deal with the cards. Yeah. And yeah, like we all said, I have some bad days and some good days, but I just try to live positive you know you've got to be like somebody is out there worse than me but it's like today okay it's a bad day but you just got to go through it you know the next day can be better yeah and I all the time my favorite day that monday when you come around i do look forward to that <laughs> fucking monday trust me <laughs> the couple of factors 
new new life. What what have you been doing for the weekend? Do you you know? Because sometimes yeah. for me, I, when people ask me, what have you been doing? And it's sort of like same thing every day. You know, just what it is. But I get myself out there. You know, I have a loudspeaker in my chair. Like literally, <laughs> my friends hear me before they see me. They're <laughs> <laughs> boxing down the street. <laughs> and yeah, because that's what you got to do. Yeah. You know, be loud yeah. and proud. Yeah. That's what I look, I look at that. Beautiful, man. And I got that vibe as soon as I met you. Like uh, I said to Will, you know, I'm a little bit nervous about today because um, I don't know who I'm meeting. And, yep. and, you know, the vibe that you gave me was just huge. Mm. Just joy, yep. love and welcoming. Thank you. So it's, yeah, it's so nice to be here with you. And, yeah, nice. And it's a rainy day too. It's like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's been like, Someone told me the other day that over the last, maybe this month or last month, the Sunshine Coast has only had three hours of actual sunlight coming through the clouds. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Over the last week, I don't know, <clears throat> or over the last two weeks. So, yeah. <laughs> get you down. Yeah. I moved away from England for this to get the sunshine. <laughs> Where is the sunshine? Yeah. I would actually agree with that. Actually, it hasn't stopped raining this whole year. It's just been wet. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's just yeah. not been one period where it hasn't been sunshine. You know, where you can at least just enjoy it. Yes. And oh, I know. Yeah. But anyway, what can you do? Yeah. You know, not much. Mother Nature needs it. Yeah, good old Mother Nature, eh? She's uh, <laughs> raining for a reason. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But uh makes the gardens look good. Oh. Exactly. Everything's so much greener. Yeah. I know. The water actually is tasting much nicer at the moment. Do you think? Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, there's rainwater coming through the top. Yeah. You know, not as chlorine, you know, rubbish. Because you can taste it if you just put it in the water straight in the fridge. The chlorine has this unique taste yes. when it comes straight out of the cold. And it hasn't had it. We've had rainwater. Means it's nice. Drink water. <laughs> yeah, that's it. In the pipes. So, um, where did it all start for you? Where were you born? <laughs> I'm a Noosa boy. Noosa boy. Yes. Yeah. Um, One of the true locals. Yes, but I technically yes born here, but uh, I moved when I was younger. Yep. I moved quite around. It was because my dad, my mom, they wanted somewhere. I felt welcoming, you know, like I could feel normally growing up as a child. Um, moved from up here, down to Sydney, because my dad's work. Um, had an accident when I was 22 months old. I got a hot water bottle, grabbed it. Oh. Yeah, because I, I was a fast toddler. Yeah. Trust me, like, even as a guy, kid who couldn't walk, do all the normal steps as a toddler, um, but I was a fast crawler. Yeah. <laughs> and I was quite a big one too. Anyway, I just grabbed the mum cleaned it. Was that's what she was doing, ready for feeding me. I just cleaned it, she was cleaning it, and I don't know, so I mean maybe grab it and I poured it straight on top of myself. Oh. Yeah. S toddlers. Yeah. Nightmare. But anyway, she grabbed me, ran out, ran out, straight to the, down to the hospital. Got uh uh anyway, wanna go on that one, it's quite a deep deep story that one. But yeah. um, I do have a scar left over on my body because I got a three degree burn. Pretty much, I lost my face and everything. Wow. But because uh, of the Sydney Children's Hospital, um, plus the skin, it's not too bad. You can tell a week from trying to grow a beard. <laughs> Spotches here and there. That's why I just try to grow a goatee. It's yeah. easier. I couldn't tell at all. No, no that's why. I, that's neither. Why I, yeah. 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 Oh, I can because I just noticed you can feel it. Yeah. You can tell where the veins are, where hair. You're lucky you got the rough 
thing at the moment because you're clean sort of shave. Mm. It, you, for me, it takes that a little bit longer and, it's still, and I can feel that plastic smooth skin. Mm. Yeah. It's just that, yeah. what happened. Yeah. Um, the, my mark's the doctor, where could my child grow up basically? Somewhere he could feel normal or yeah. in his shoes, normal. And you're gonna laugh, that time, uh, Australia was on a project trying to put all disabilities or anyone who had a disability and clump them in different areas. They clumped them all in WA because actually all the best doctors were in WA. Right. We moved. Was the all the other choice was I never get this right. Is a place in America. Uh, if you're in uh, one of the John Hopkins University, I think. Yeah. Uh, in the states. Yeah. But at the time, you know, early 90s, early 2000s, yeah. parents didn't have the finance to do that. Yeah. My mum picked the better choice. Yep. You know, go to WA. Yep. And homes were cheaper back then, too. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, things, yeah. Things were cheap. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's it, yeah. And, um, yeah, I, I remember this, actually, 99, leaving here. Uh, so how old were you in 99? I was four. Four. Yeah. Yep. So you're 28 now, aren't you? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, I'm 28 years old. Born in 1994. So were you, did, were you, um, did it happen as a toddler? Like, how did you find out that you had... Um, because the, of the burn. Oh, uh, then they could... They basically found out a few issues from that. Uh, mm-hmm. Found out I had the disability. They did some very barbaric... Back then, to find out if your kid had a disability, they had to do very barbaric things, like put iron rods down your body and electrify oh. them and wow yeah Jesus. the hospital back in them days still hasn't changed i meant that like some of the things yeah still hasn't improved they just put a pretty pink sticker over it mm-hmm. you know but some of the stuff still works yep you know um what they did was put an iron rod down my leg and electrified it because i didn't move because atrophy um, is all your nerve endings. Yeah. And that's what they were trying to electrify. Yeah. You know, the test when you go to the doctor to whack your knee and mm. get see if yeah. they flinch? Yeah. I don't flinch. Just wasn't happening. Wasn't happening. Yeah. And because of all that, because of the outcome of the burn, the disability, um, then I f- they found out I was multiple disability. I've actually got n- about 10 in my whole body. But they have mutated over the years. I will say that with uh, different ones. Yeah. Uh, spinal muscular atrophy is my main one. I have uh, spinal bifida corta. That is like the other spectrum. Uh, actually, makes you floppy. Mm-hmm. Corta makes you stiff. It stiffens the muscles. Oh, okay. So you got both going on. Both going on. Right. Yeah. And I think because the body is stiffening by tightening, it's actually staying toned. Mm. Means I'm not losing mm. and I'm not gaining. Mm. Means I'm staying at the level I am, and slowly going backwards. Does that does that usually happen? No, no. I I am a literally one out of a billion. Uh, there's a doctor called Doctor Peter Walsh. He's probably retired now. Yeah. But um, his own theses and theories on my illness. There is uh, you know new drugs at the moment for people with spinal muscular atrophy was actually based on my can my illness. Yeah, basically. Oh, but, really? I mean, kids can take it now. I'm in the adult sector. You know, only kids can take it. Or if I got a spare billion dollars in my bank. Yeah. You know. Not really. Because mm-hmm. what it does, it freezes your cells at the level you are. Yeah. You won't get worse. You won't get weaker. You just whatever your body is at that time mm-hmm. in your life, it will just basically that. And if you're a toddler, you know, young one, 
frozen as you grow as you grow older you actually get stronger right and you stay at that level of strength where me as i'm getting older i'm getting weaker yeah like internally inside i'm 100 years old oh really mhm yeah well way yeah by the doctors you know what i mean like this yep. is by their medical standards and and all that yeah but you look at all that stuff and you go so what just keep life see <clears throat> that's what i love about this guy like you think about all of that and then he just turns around and goes and just says that <laughs> you know <laughs> man and and um, with his, with his, uh, and it just shows his mindset as well that I want to touch on with your scar, which is on your arm because we've spoken about it. He just yeah. calls it his uh, living, living tattoo, a live ta- tattoo. Yeah, living tattoo. Living tattoo. <laughs> yeah. I so I got my mum in trouble when I was in school quite a lot because I used to try to flirt with the girls, you know? Yeah. And I said, oh. Standard. Yeah, because my dad was a bit of a bad boy too. I said, oh, my dad, did, my dad got me a tattoo. And my mom didn't like it. She got to make me removed. Laser removed. <laughs> 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 Even being a young one, that still picked up the girls. Yeah. <laughs> the older girls too. <laughs> uh, that's it. It's, uh... Or shark bait. I was in a surfing accident. That was a perfect one for years. That one worked. Yeah. That yeah. one worked. Like, really? really? Especially where I was. Uh, oh, Gold, yeah, yeah. Golden Bay, when I was actually five, was a surfing community. And yeah, everyone used to surf down there. I had a 16 foot mound my dad used to carry and I used to sell on that. Yeah. And um, yeah, and everyone used to say, oh, what's happened to his arm? Because I used to have to wear a pressure bandage from here to there when I was surfing. Um, but one day it was off and it was like, everyone, all the kids, all the parents, and me and my dad just joked around, oh yeah, he got tackled by a great white shark, but I wrestled him off him and look at him, he's a strong little lad. <laughs> <laughs> So it seems like this humour that you've got, you've had it for a long time. Yeah. It's really serving you well. And yeah, it is. Um, I think because my mum's Australian, my dad's English, I've got a very broad humour yeah. in that spectrum. Like, my dad, he loved Forty Towers, you know, the wacky humour of English, you know, the old mm. 80s and 90s style humour. Yeah. And I grew up on that stuff. And no one has that anymore. No one has that funny humour. What well, is funny? It's mm. all this stupid sarcastic wrong humor yeah. you know and that's why like i said i've got it i've got that wacky humor it's funny <laughs> you gotta live a little bit yeah no you do don't you yeah we just usually all get caught up in our own little world and exactly um forget we're very sarcastic as australians aren't we <laughs> yes yeah. but it makes us strong in a weird way it does it toughens us up it does yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Resilience. We've got resilience. <laughs> yeah, a little, little compared yeah. to compared to most places, you, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We don't we don't sit on bloody on our butts and do nothing compared to Americans. You, you know, we actually get out there and actually do something. <laughs> you know, like I grew up in a country town. After I found out with the disability with my mum and all that, she really wanted to find a place where I could feel normal, like literally, I could feel welcoming and at least have a good good childhood, basically. And she moved to this country town called Wager. I, I, I love this place. Is this in WA? This is in WA. Yeah. It's uh, 200 k's southeast of Perth mm-hmm. on the Albany Highway. And it's in literally the middle of nowhere. I'm not joking, it's in the middle of nowhere, but it's beautiful. Yeah. I had a really old stone cottage house, it was built in the 18th century house, because back then, 
people actually used to think doorways were supposed to be big. <laughs> yeah. In the 18th yeah, yeah. century, the doorways, yeah. well, at least width of my wheelchair. Yeah. 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 You know, my school, I could get go to school because they actually had concrete ramps. Yeah. Yes. You, you know, they didn't think of stairs back in them days. They actually had ramps. Yeah, because they had to wheel stuff up, didn't they? Yeah. <laughs> you know, and this place was still like that. Yeah. I grew up in the early 2000s. You know, I'm a 90s kid, you know, 28 this year. But living in Wagen was, no... <laughs> Me and mum is still talking about this day, felt like the 70s and the 80s. Yeah. I don't care. We didn't have internet. We had VHS, cassette tapes. You know, <laughs> yeah. you know, you hang out with your friends at the park to the light, to the street light comes on. You're like, oh yeah, oh crap, I'm, I'm going to be late for dinner. You know, yeah. you're trying to run home, you know. Yeah. And I had that, you know. I had some good friends, some weird friends, you know. Um, I actually was called the reverse Oreo once before in my life. Uh, I had this really cool lady at school. She was a uh, assistant teacher, you mm-hmm. know, like the care, the assistants for the ones who needed help in the classrooms. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. She was a Noongar lady, and I, I loved her, Auntie Pam, you mm-hmm. know. And I never saw the color black. I don't see color. That's just that's just me, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. I don't care if you're black, white, yellow. I don't see it. Yeah. Uh, and Pam could see that as a young one. I I was just out there unusual in a wheelchair you know and she said to me once you're a reverse oreo you know and i was like still stay up too recently i picked it up i was like oh i know what she meant by that now i'm black inside white on the outside yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm connected with nature i'm connected with things on a total level where no one else is anymore yeah and the other thing too i was the only white kid who signed up to the black class yeah. And that was actually learning about your culture, mm. learning about your food, learning about the environment yeah. and everything else. Because I saw myself as a white person had no culture, no background, no history. You know, I want to learn. I want to grow from that. Yeah. Um, I already did scouts as a kid. I was loving that. Yeah. And that's why I wanted to get into that more. And that's why I did the Noir class and then found out my best mate, he was white, but he was a half caste. And he yeah. was a ranger too. It was him yeah. hilarious. Literally, <laughs> yeah. short little guy, Troy, redhead. Oh, attitude plus. Yeah, yeah. And there's me, who couldn't move, but I could at least stand. I yeah. could at least get out of my wheelchair, but I couldn't move. Who was already at six foot four? Wow. Yeah, I was a big kid. Yeah, yeah. Six foot four at what age? I was ten. Ten. Yeah. yeah. I already repeated, and he was a short little guy. And it was basically it was like. Mini me and then me. It was we used to have so many Austin Power references. Oh <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like and he was funny. And then I'm looking at this class going, "Oh, Troy, I didn't know you were this." And then he went, "Yeah, my dad's black." I went, "Oh, because yeah. I should have known that. <laughs> yeah. I should have known that." Yeah. And then his cousin Pete, who was else, was one of my best mates. And I was like, "I knew Pete was because his mom's black, his dad was white." Yeah. And we just got on. We just, we just yeah. good mates. And you know how we got on? You know how we all met? Was I accidentally called him. I accidentally did a racist thing. I picked on him. And I was in a chair. Yeah. I picked on someone who was different to me. Yeah. All right? Because I wanted to feel that difference of, I'm going to pick on someone because everyone's been picking on me. And mm. his mum, do not mess with his black mum, brought his kid around at my front door. Mm. And after that day, we became best mates. Yeah. Because my mum and his mum made us play with each other. You know, the old days, he, you'd time out, guys, but you're timing out with each other. Work out yeah. your differences. Yeah. I got a uh, 
that day I got a parcel from my nan because it was coming up to my birthday. I got a Dragon Ball Z PlayStation 1 game. He said, I got a PlayStation 1. I went, I don't have it. I'm like, we went back to his place and played it. <laughs> yeah. So we became yeah. best mates after that. Like, yeah. we looked after each other through school. And um, just, I just want to, I'm just going to pick up on something. How did that yeah. make you feel? Because you said you wanted to pick on, because you're usually the one that you're getting picked on and, and stuff like that. At the time. Um, yeah. Did, after, after it, like, how did you, what, what, what was the process that you At went through? At the time, I was, yeah. a, I was a moolah. I was a real moolah kid because that's my attitude I got brought up as. What does that mean? Moolah to me is all muscle, no brain. Basically, this just your your punk. Basically, you know, yeah. you pick on anyone, and that that's just because that was my dad, did that to me, and I sort of rubbed that off to my friends mm. yeah. and to anyone else. Yeah. And then when, but that situation pulled me out of it actually because yeah. that happened to me, and then when me and Pete got to know each other, yeah, I realized I went, there's no different. Mm. That actually was the point when I changed. Mm. Yeah, I stopped being that. I yeah. started being more humble and you know and went oh mm. I know but at that time I was trying to do things what I knew what I couldn't do later either yeah. like I knew I couldn't be walking I knew I didn't have the strength I wouldn't be able to do them them stupid things mm. you know that's why I thought I'll try to smash them out young mm-hmm. you know I was doing sh- literally stupid little them type things you know idiot teenagers would have done but I did that very young yeah and it made me realize now as more of a person as, yeah, I was a brat, but I learned from these lessons. Mm. I've learned from each time as from, as I've grown, I've learned from that. But that one specifically for me realized there's no color, there's no black or white. We're just humans. Yeah. We bleed red, you bleed red, you bleed red. Yeah. You know, we all bleed red here. That's my point. And it was just like, why? Because I was in a chair, and he, he was literally different, mm-hmm. you know? And that's when he realized, I realized, I was like, no, I actually had the better better shoes. Mm. I don't like that. Yeah. I was sort of was just like, no, I want to be different. I don't want to be my dad. And, I'm, and when I mean like that, as he's a bully. Yeah. Okay? I'm just meaning them terms as just showing the fine stickers. Yeah. He was a bully. Yeah. And... Where my mum's attitude is with me and where my positive, where my attitude is, is like, I didn't want that. Yeah. And because I get bullied. Yep. And I don't want other people to get bullied either. You spoke earlier about how um, you've had some tough love Mm. and how that's been good for you. You're referring to what your dad's given you in terms of bullying? Yeah. As well? Um, Because it opened my eyes up. Because, you know, not everyone has rosy colours. Yeah. You know, everyone has different outcomes in life, you know, of attitude. But it's all about how you make it. You know, you can get PTSD, you know, you can get you can get trauma, but it's how you come over that trauma. Mm-hmm. You know, how you override it. Utilize the good things, discard the bad things. Mm. And that's what I have done. I picked the good moments, the good things of life, and discarded all the rest. Mm. And that's how I've just lived. When um, thank you. Yeah. Yeah. No, you're you're welcome. Yeah, it's powerful. <laughs> it is. Yeah. I just want to I want to tap into. So you, 
you mm. got to that point where you'd had enough and you had yeah. all this anger and angst and then you lashed out and started picking on other some people. other people. Yeah, no idea. Like, what was... What was going on in, like, because there's so much for a young kid to oh. to take on, and obviously it was coming through, Have, coming through your teenage, like that, and, and and then knowing that, you know, I've only got this certain amount of time. Were you in a chair? I was on that, the turn. On the turn, yeah, I was so on the turn. you got what all this mean? emotion. On the turn. On the turn for me is I was able to walk, and then I need more time in the chair, less mm. time walking. Right. And that time of my life was a point where I was on the turn where I was still able to get out of my chair, yeah. do maybe from here to the kitchen, mm-hmm. a few steps, yeah. and then I'll collapse to the ground because my muscles are that weak. Mm-hmm. Um, that's why I said that was on, on the turn basically because I was, for me, there's a lot of issues I was going through. I was going through a physical issue, hormones, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, as a young lad, you know, mm-hmm. I'm doing it. Well, for a young person to go through, it takes a, taking a lifetime to deal with. Mm-hmm. Like, and I only had a short period of time to actually deal with it. But I will say, I had some good friends to help me get through some weird, weird situations and some fun, fun moments. But it's all about you got to be responsible for your actions. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not probably not now, it's later down the track. Mm-hmm. That was the other thing, too. At the time when you're doing all this stuff, you don't think of any of that stuff. You know, you're just in that moment. Mm-hmm. And you're just like, it's just all about me. What would you want to think of in that moment um, for down the track? I would have just paused for three more seconds and just think about the situation what I was getting myself into. Yeah, what sort mm. of stuff would you get yourself into? That I love movies. All right, we will probably say a little bit. I love movies and I love anime. As a kid, I try to reference a lot of uh, mafia movies mm-hmm. when I was younger with my friends. You know, we try to break gangs. Um, you know, not not like organized crime, but you know, gang organized. You know, in a we were just in a country town, just our imaginations ran wild. Yeah, yeah, you know, and there was a group of us. There was six, six, uh, yeah, six of us actually. Um, we made a group called Bad Bone after the song Bad Bone. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. Yep. Yes. Yeah, and um. It was just, we tried to rule the streets basically as kids. Because yeah. at that time, it was a small country town, you know, you didn't have to really worry about city environment, you know, we could stay mm. out late, we yeah. could ride, we, yeah, we were ferals in, a, in our own town basically, we were the ferals. But we, and we got, we used to fight with other teenagers and other ones and all that. And yes, most of them were my friends who started them, but I had to finish them. That's the thing what got me. Mm. I was over finishing people's other problems, mm. other stuff, because I already have enough to deal with myself mm. and my own issues and my own dramas. Mm. And I just want to hang out with my friends, but we're just a bunch of idiots and like picking on other people. Yeah. Yeah. And because we were the ones mm. who got picked on. Yeah. Because we were the, where's my we were called Bad Bone? Because we were the odd ones out from the whole class, because everyone in that town was all sports and and farm kids. Yeah. Yeah. We were, we were townies, was the joke, because we all lived in town. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 And everyone else used to catch up on a Saturday and Sunday to play Saturday football, mm. you know, go to sports and stuff like that, where mm. we didn't do that. Yeah. You know? Mm. We were the underdogs, if you want to call it, like, 
And we, we lived it. We, we owned that name of the underdog space fleet. Like, don't mess with skate park. That was our territory. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, you took was, strength from it. Yeah. 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 Um, but that's because I had that type of attitude. And I wanted to live. Live a bit. You know, be like, I had a very short lifetime. All the doctors kept saying, you've got a very small window. You're going to die this age, this age, you know. All that. That's why I was like, I'm going to be an idiot. I'm going to be a smeghead. I'm just going to do this stuff, you know, and try to live it. Um, and yeah, some of it, I look back now, it's like, was such an idiot. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> we, we're all there. I'm definitely there. I'll stick my hand. Yeah, up yeah. There, <laughs> but so then there's other bits. You like, wake up in the morning, you're like, mm. <laughs> but then there's what other happened? Bits. And I know it wasn't good. <laughs> <laughs> but then there's other bits. It's like, nah, that was cool. Yeah. I, I, I'm mm-hmm. grateful I stood up then, you know, because that's who made me who I am now. Yeah. You know, stand up for the little guy. Yeah. You know, yeah. Like I had a little granny the other day. I slowed down and just let, because the lights went red really fast the lights around here are stupidly flick really fast for some reason this old lady was just walking and she was going and she was just rushing mm. and I'm like nah I just slowed down and I went I looked at all the cars and went you hit me go for it because I'm going to this lady go past you know <laughs> yeah. and this old lady went oh thank you oh you're welcome my name's and the other car he saw what I was I was doing and he just stopped as well you know and yeah. taunts talking you know and like it's just respect. Yeah. You know? And yeah. Well, they are fast. I mean, sometimes I only get three quarters over and I'm literally there waiting for it to go. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so. And I do 10.5Ks in my chair, man. And I, can, <laughs> and I, and I still can't make a call. So. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, so, what age were you when all this was like? This um, was the ages of nine. Yeah. All the way up to 13. Yeah. Yeah, so that, that testosterone is really kicking in. and Yeah, and I think most boys issues. are young and rebellious at yeah. that age anyway, and then you've got all of these challenges that most people won't have to deal with in a lifetime. They won't know anyone who even no. has to deal with it. Correct. And then you've got doctors at that age saying, <laughs> you know, you're going to yeah. make the most of it. and Yeah. So you're going out and, and doing that. And, and, and then what at the age of, th- what was it, 10, 13, you sort of... It was actually more 14 uh, towards 16 is when I started realising. Because one factor, I actually try to to kill myself, but in a different way. I try to eat myself to death. Um, Because I did try, but I've got that weird willpower. I just can't. Mm. And the reason why I tried to kill myself is because of my chair. I'm not meaning like that. I'm just... The doctors, you know, like you just said, pounding me all the time, going to these doctor's appointments. When I was younger, I didn't want to do any of this stuff. I just wanted to be normal, hang out with my friends on the weekend, go ride motorbike riding, you know, watch cartoons, yeah. you know, bush things, start mm. fires, you know, go mm. camping. Didn't have any electricity. So every three months, six months, go down to the doctor's lung clinic, um, the spine clinic, all these, all these doctors, basically. You lose count after a while. Mm. Um, and yeah, and I just... I was like, fine. My disability really kicked in. Mm-hmm. I stopped walking. Uh, that was the age of actual 12. Yep. Um, yeah, and I just stacked on the weight. And I came that Because I, like, you know, my age, I, I use a lot of movie references, comic book references right now. I try to come the juggernaut. Yeah. All right. Juggernaut. Uh, juggernaut is this big, 
guy. He's um. Are you good with comic books? No, I'm not. No. <laughs> just think of a nothing against them. No, no, just a seven foot guy yeah, yeah. built like a brick. Like, yeah, and his yeah. name the Juggernaut. The Juggernaut. Yeah, awesome. yeah. yeah. And yeah. he would just go. He can. He's unstoppable. He'll yeah. go through anything. And yeah. that I had that attitude, especially at that time. So what we were talking about earlier, I was a fat kid. I really meant that. Like I was a real. I went. I was a skinny kid. Mm. I was a super skinny little little rat bag. And then my disability kicked in, jumped in the chair, I went fat, came the juggernaut. Yeah. Had that Mueller, Buller, big bully attitude. Yeah. yeah. But I was just like, ah. And then as I got older, I actually had a close friend, really closest friend of mine, actually said, What have you done to yourself? You were a really nice lad, you know, you were skinny, you were good looking, you're fat and ugly. That seriously, that was the point. And I was sixteen. Yeah. Um, few other issues there, but mm. that friend really helped me to snap my attitude. And she was a female too, mm. and I had a thing for her too. Was that would made me go, all right, I'm gonna pull my head in, you know. And I started dieting. I can't exercise, mm. you know. As a big lad, I can't exercise. But yeah. the only way I can exercise, watch what I eat. Yeah. And then I came attitude: what you eat is what you are. Yeah. Yeah. yeah you know. It is, yeah. And then I started on that road of being more healthier, more meditation, you know, if I'm angry or really frustrated, you know, go calm, put some music on or find specifically what makes you calm. For me, you're going to laugh, playing a violent game gets my anger out. Like yeah. seriously, it, yeah. just pure violent, like a doom. Classic is the most violent game you can get on the market. Yeah. Yeah. I'll go on to the hardcore mode because it gives you the most blood and I'll just play that. Yeah. And I feel relaxed after it, you know. Or some people play music. Um, heavy metal is uh, one yeah. person I've heard. That's hilarious. Well, I'm just like, like for someone like me, I'd go for a run or something. Yeah. Or something like that. But you can't. I can't do someone that. Someone hit a boxing bat. Someone want to go punch the, the shit out of something. Or so. <laughs> um, and uh, and do it that way. Um, yeah. So yeah, I I I suppose I can see like. It's a real it's expression of yeah yeah, yeah. Um, energy yeah energy within and video games which we'll get to <laughs> yeah <laughs> and because of that I started to focus on health mm. you know mental health physical health you know so they actually realised that um, I dropped out of school um, I was that lucky kid who could actually get through the age of sixteen before they changed the laws to eighteen um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah there was that time period is that eighteen now. Yeah. Over here. Really? Yep. It's all 18 now. Yeah. 20, um, 2010, 2011 when they changed it. And because I dropped down 2010, I could get away with it. Right. But you can still can, but it's all more TAFE and work or, you know, you've got to have a lot. For me with my disability, I had to go. Choice was full uni or full TAFE. Yeah. But um, I just quit, quit and started the uni of life. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I love it because... Um uh, I know you got dyslexia. Dyslexia? I've got a bit of it as well, as you can tell. <laughs> no, but like, um, it's funny, but you speak so well. It, you're going to laugh. I love movies. That's yeah. what I was saying before. I, I watch movies and I watch cartoons. Um, and I think that's how I've picked up my speech therapy yeah. because I will put the subtitles on. I can't read, but yeah. I can understand what they're saying. Mm. And then I've worked and I've figured it out over years too. Um, oh, is that what the word means? Oh, okay. Oh, 
Ooh. Yeah. All right. And then I started picking that together. And then I just started learning other languages with it. I actually learned Spanish and Italian and French, uh, European languages before I learned my actual English understanding. Yeah. Yeah. Buongiorno, senorita. Mucho gracias. Si, <laughs> si, <laughs> senor. You know, I learned other languages because it just made more sense to me over English. Yeah. It was weird. Yeah. Like, and then as I'm going older, um, I started playing more games and I got into a specific called Yu-Gi-Oh. It's a card game. It's like Pokemon cards. Mm-hmm. It's like you buy them, collect them, trade them. Yeah. Yu-Gi-Oh is more specifically a trading battle game, but it's got a lot of reading involved. Yeah. I had a guy who used to cheat against me all the time. I had enough <laughs> of him cheating on me. Yeah. I mastered my deck and I help of my mum and some friends. They used to read the cards to me. And I've just learned how to remember. Remember them words. Remember them cards. Remember them facts. And I've just now grew that on a bigger spectrum now of how to talk and remember and how to be. Yeah. It's not easy. Trust me. Right. Um, but that's... That's I, again, that's <clears throat> another credit to yourself. Just... Mm. You know, just being aware that you don't learn the normal way. How am I going to think outside the box to allow myself to still be a part of society and live it to the fullest? Yeah. Which I think is, you know, so many people are still just unaware of their own bodies and how they work and what to do and stuff. Mm. And the fact that you're figuring all this out at such a young age just so you can... Um, do stuff I th- like that's so cool yeah yeah that's very impressive and I think you've learned through motivation really yeah. motivation to not want to be cheated against no and, <laughs> yeah. no correct. Um, you know the joy of watching movies and yeah piecing it together so mm. yeah, I think that's a lesson for everyone to do what you love and engage in it and get the most out of it yeah yeah I, I would agree with that actually mm. awesome so how old are we? 14, 14. 15, 16. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> this, this is a, uh, quite a rough period of my life, but... Can I just... Yeah. How long did it take you to recover? Like you said, you were going to eat yourself to death. Oh, yeah. Ah. That's, yeah, I want to... It's because of my friend. My and friend, then, at, babe. That's right. I started at 13, age of 16. I was 150 eight kilos kilos yeah I was so someone boy. so you've got fat shamed really yeah yeah i did fat shame in a wheelchair and you've just said it worked yeah i i i just owned it yeah uh at that age point i just i just owned it basically um i did lose friends over over it as well like friends um didn't want to talk to me anymore because how big i was um why appetite you could just, you could say appetite and attitude um but I had one close friend who left and then came back. Um, and that's when she said, what happened to you? You know, like you're a decent young lad. Yeah. And I, she used to call me Pugsley, P- Pugsley from Adam's family because I was a <laughs> fucking trickster. Yeah. <laughs> and she was Wednesday. Uh, I'll happily give her that because she looked like it too. Yeah. Um, and that really pulled my attitude out. That was like, she's my best friend too. Like I had a thing for her. Like just me, I, if times were different, I would have I would have done the other, other road, but this road made us be be friends basically. Yeah, and I'm grateful for that because she pulled me out of that and went, all right, what happened to you? Mm. And because that woke me up, 
Because mm. I was on, a, I was lost. Was it fat shame or was it really just um, a friend trying to hold you accountable? Maybe the only way she knew how. I think it was, yeah. Yeah. I think because she knew me too well, like she knew me, she just knew me. But, yeah. And I was just, and like I think it was fat shame. Plus I wasn't. I was in a real depressive state. I, I didn't go to school. I wagged a lot. Yeah. Um, I just sat on games, watched movies, did not go to school. Or if I did, I would show up for the first thing and walk off. Because I live right near school. Yeah. And the worst thing is, my form teacher was right next door. That was the <laughs> only nightmare. Your actual teacher <laughs> lived next door to you. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's a small country town. It's um, 1,100 population. It was small. Yeah. Very small. Yeah. yeah. You know. Um, but no one if I had the brain now as that age I would do things completely different I just meant that yeah. um, but as you're saying you're going through that many things at that age even I'm thinking back on I did pretty well I could have mm. done things better mm. but I did pretty well mm. you know but mm. I did try to eat myself to death because I tried to put the knife to my throat I couldn't do it I yeah. just didn't have the willpower <clears throat> yeah because I've got the willpower to survive. Mm. That's what I found yeah. out years later. Yeah. <laughs> but I went through a real dark, dark road. Yeah. Um, yeah, I just did some really bad things. I tried to do black magic, voodoo magic. Um, yeah, I went down a dark road. Like, real dark, dark road. Tried some death a few times. You know, tried to get rid of me. Um, now I'm here. Right? But, like, yeah. that... And then my friend, after that, yep. snapped me out of it. Because yeah. it's like, Brian, you're a survivor. You're here to survive. Wow, okay, yep. Pulled myself out of that. I still have the moments, but it's just like, pull them aside, look at life. Was there a time that you remember deciding I'm a survivor? This it was, sounds like that's yeah, pretty that's, strong in your head. It is. Yeah. Um, my whole life, I've just had to survive. Yeah. yeah. My whole life. Like, there's just... That is the one key of my personality. It's just survive. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah. Mm. Like... Oh, it's giving me goosebumps. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, let's deep that one. That, mm, that's no, deep. It is, yeah, man. It's just... Was there, was there a, a moment there for you where you remember going, I'm a survivor? Or was it later that you looked back and it, gone, I've survived that, I've survived that, I've survived it's that. that. Yeah. It's because I've looked yeah. back now and I was like, whoa, right? You've had a lot of life. Like, well, for someone, you, for a young age, you've you lived a bit, yeah. you know? And yeah. you've survived quite a bit. Stuff which shouldn't have survived. Yeah. You know, but I'm here now. Tell yeah. my story. Yeah, man. <laughs> you are. It's a powerful story, too. Yeah. I'll be honest with you. If I had a billion dollars, I could make a movie and write a book about my life and everyone think it would be fiction. <laughs> I am not joking. Like, the things I have gone through, you'd be like, Really? Yeah, I've done that. Like, I would have to put in the fiction character. Like, science yeah. fiction, but it's real <laughs> life story. Like, yeah. well, we want to hear about it. Maybe we're going to have a few more shows. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, think yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. I, got, I got a big story. Like, yeah. No, I've heard some of them, yeah. <laughs> but, like, my early years was my pinnacle of my life, pretty much. Yeah. That's made me who I am now. Yeah. So, would you say, like, living in... Um, what why waging waging out in the country yeah um and you you mentioned it before like connected to land and stuff yeah. like that and, and then doing the course with the black fellas out and and learning the the, the medicine and the, the shrubs and stuff you gotta like get that the, you gotta get the, the uh 
the elders respect. Yeah. They, they, well, WA, everywhere likes to be called differently. Depends on the region. Yep. My area like to be called Nungas. Yep. Over here, they don't like that. But over in Perth, that's that's yep. their thing. Give them respect for that. That's yep. it. They like to be called Nungas. Um, is that because of the land they're from? The it's Noongar, the, is it it's the, the region. What, yeah, yeah, because it's Gubby Gubby. Uh, yeah. Yeah, where we are. Um, yeah. My region was actually called the Family uh, the Williams region. Yeah. Um, they're quite a big family. Um, I actually know them as well. I know the family of them. Plus, a few other families lived in the same country town as well. Yeah. Um, I've actually got a half-sister from my dad with one. That's how I really got connected, actually, yep. because they believe in families. All right, you know, connection yeah. and all that. Nice. But I already had that weird connection before I knew that. I'll tell you about my sister later, half-sister. Half but one of the elders, this is Auntie Pam, like I said, called me the reverse Oreo as a very young mm -hmm. age. You know, she could just see things. I was already connected to nature as a wild child, but I was connected. Mm. I just knew, I could just feel nature, you know, and I love it. Mm. Uh, the rainy season. So, you know, there's actually a total of 12 seasons, not six. Mm. You know, the seasons we go by, you know, summer, winter, autumn, spring. Yeah. There's mm. actually the wet season, the half season, the full season. Mm. Like, that's your spring, your, your humidity, you know, mm. Mm. and all that. People forget them seasons. Mm. Like, right now, we're in the wet season. Yeah. That's why it's constantly raining at the moment. Yeah. You know? And I just I feel connected to that. Yeah. And I, I love that stuff. I just thrive off it, pretty much. Mm. Mm. and because of the families in Wajin who saw me as one of their own yep. as the white kid mm. who had not really friends like I said was mm. a big fat kid mm -hmm. they embraced me mm. they took me in under their wings they mm. didn't have to mm. you know um, <laughs> Uncle Terry uh, rest his soul you know good fellow you know um, one day walking home from a friend's house snuck out that night he goes oi and he goes what's up can you take my kid to to, uh, to nan's and i'm like this is his mom and i'm like yeah the other's no problem that's just on the other side of town the only reason is because my chair's fast enough and he's only a little ladder you know, he's a little <laughs> ladder. And i was like yeah all right jump on little tail and he was called junior that's what's a little tail when you want to have a drive my chair he was like yeah drive my chair yeah he's grown up looks like his dad now i was like whoa you definitely look like your dad yeah send me a facebook message just recently going hey ryan hope you're going well and i thought i was nice you know he remembers yeah. me all these years yeah yeah years later you know mm. and i looked after him as he looked after me yeah, if yeah. he had problems at school my god yeah come and deal with me yeah you know <laughs> no one liked to do it with ryan <laughs> and um yeah and because i was connected to that i took that home with me i put my own garden in the backyard um, tried to grow veggies, tried to just connect. I wasn't very good at it because I got ADHD. You don't have focus. <laughs> you know, you don't have time to focus at it. Yeah. <laughs> but now I'm more of an adult and there's a time in my life I, I just went, I went hippie. And when that full piece, hippie side, you know, being from that angry Torah, you know, yeah. really. And then I went, no, there's other, there's another side of life, not just anger and rage and just complete darkness. Mm. There is light, love, and life. Mm. And that's what I wanted to see and feel, basically. Mm. It isn't out there. Trust me. There's not a lot of people who uh, feel it or believe it. It's yeah. just... Light, love, and life. Light, love, and life. I like that. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Light, love, and life. That could be a cool t-shirt. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But I learned 
how I wanted to be treated is how I want to treat others. Mm. Yeah. And that's what everyone should learn. You know, if you want to be nice, you treat everyone nice as you treat yourself nice. Mm. Yeah. You know, not a smeg it like, you know, you know, like up yourself nice, but you know, actual and positive nice. Yeah. yeah. And also how they, they like to be treated like calling the nungas. Yep. Nungas if they want to be. Yeah. 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 Yes. That's right. I would have if I if I had a couple of friends, they'd be like, "Slapping me, you got it wrong, Ryan." Hopefully, they come back in the comments. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> be like, yeah, but, uh, yeah, yeah. Be right. That'd be right. But yeah, but that, that the the thing about Aboriginal culture and stuff like that, it is. It's you know, it doesn't even matter if you're blood related or not if you no. if you feel it in the heart they're like yeah come join the mob you're yep. part of us now and you're in yep until you stuff it up if you do anything wrong and then they yep. i don't get called wagga wagga anymore because yeah and if you know wagga wagga that means white fella and that's general knowledge over the whole culture of this they're just called wagga wagga yeah white fella yeah um but no i got the re- i got the respect called the reverse oreo and yeah, like, <laughs> 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 yeah no that's that's good man that yeah yeah and I learned things. I learned to hunt. I yeah. learned things what kids wouldn't know. I know how to, and I meant actual hunt snakes, hunt like learn tracks. Would yeah, you do you? this in your chair? Or? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> we're not even. That's what I said. Probably would have to do a couple of these because Will and me have talked so much, and I've told him what I do. I got you can see my chair. I got a four wheel drive. It's a serious chair. It's a serious chair. It's got a new one coming too. Yeah, <laughs> soon in the next yeah. few, in the next few weeks. Um, but I go bush fashion. Yeah. I literally go bush brushing in my chair. Yeah. Like, like I'm one with my wheelchair. Like I don't see myself in a wheelchair. Yeah. You know, this is my car. This is this is but I know my limits, trust me. I've yeah. learned over the years what you can and can't go through. But you explore them. <laughs> but I explore, yeah. yeah. And yeah, I go full drive, mudding, um yeah, I I love it. There's a couple of good tracks around here I love going. Uh Matic Dam is one of my favourites. Yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, or even just around here is even just enough forward driving and that's street forward driving too because mm, yeah. you got muddy parks you, you know and Queensland especially here in Queensland compared to WA is flat WA is flat as a mountain like just flat yeah. smooth as a baby's bar yeah. here the curves just the driveways the roads are just like mount, little mountains oh, you need a yeah, forward yeah. drive wheelchair around <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, I was like yeah, I want to understand why everyone's got four drives here. <laughs> so tell us about this. What does it do? All right. This is, I'll start with the name. It's called a Glide Centro XT. This wheelchair. Do you have a name for it? Or is that its name? This one. What, what do you call it? Wolf. The wolf. wolf. The wolf. This one. Yeah. I have too many chairs. And I, 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 every chair I've given nicknames to. Um, that one there. It's up on the, looks like a Frankenstein at the moment. It's called Flash. Because yeah. it's actually the fastest. It's a twin. Wolf and Flash are twins. They're the same model, same style chair. But this one, the reason I named Wolf, because at the time I had my red boy, Rusty. Uh, missed that boy. Uh, he was a red cow Kelpie. Pure bread. Just gorgeous. You know Red Dog? Yeah. The movie? Yeah. No, I don't think so. Do you not? Uh, I've not seen Red Dog. Anyway, it's an Australian movie about a red dog. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Kelpies. Yep. Yep. Uh, just like a red colour, rusty red. He's just, he was my boy. I had him when he was four weeks old. I, and I used to work with his dad. Came from Wagen too. And um, I've just, everywhere I've gone, he has gone. 
and I nicknamed the chair just after him because yeah. being the Red Wolf, and I was like, my chair's gonna be called Wolf because we used to run around here with the leash off, and we just and when someone around here went, you're a wolf pack, and I went, yeah, I like that. Because <laughs> like, I wear wolf shirts, yeah. you know. Yeah, and Rusty, Rusty was part of, was from the descendant of uh, Red Dog. Red Dog, yes. Yeah, so Red Dog, it's a famous story about him. Is that up north? In, yeah, and. Uh, uh, Broon, Broon, Oi, yeah, Broon, um, yeah, up that region. There's a famous dog in the early seventies. His name was Red Dog. He was just this big, wild, not wild. He actually has a story and all that, um, but he just he wandered around Australia looking for his owner. His owner died. Wow. And he got yeah. on a ship, went to China. Didn't yeah, there's Came stories back. of China, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Indonesia, <laughs> Bali. There's, there's, there's rumours. Red dog, man. See, yeah. Red dog. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, yeah. this specific breed, red dog, only comes from him. Mm. And Howard Mooch was, was 22 years old when he died. That's Rusty's dad. Wow. My dog lived to 17. Mm. Yeah. All right. And I just know stories after that just lived on. Because one reason, wage and farmers want purebred dogs. Yeah. I really meant that. Purebred working class, you know? And loyal to them only. Um, well, Rusty, where I got him from, his dad did a naughty naughty with my dad and his boss on a farm once with the local cattle dog. Standard. Yep, yeah, standard, you know? He, Mooch was a stud. <laughs> yeah, that was his name. His name was Mooch. Right? He was a sexy, chocolate, looking Kelpie. Yeah, prancing around. This big. Yeah. That's how big Rusty was too. That's why I call him the wolf. Yeah. It just, Kelpies were actually only supposed to be 52 centimetres tall. They're not mm. that big. They're a very no. small dog. Yeah. But Rusty's big. And yeah, he's supposed to be ascendant of Red Dog. And he looked like him too. Like yeah. you've, seen, you've seen the movie. Yeah. Um, and strong. Mm. They're stubborn, strong, loyal dogs. Mm. You know? And that's why I named my chair after him. Wolf. Yeah. After my good old boy, Red Dog. Yeah. Awesome. Do you, do you have a name for your new one? Have you thought of one? Or does that Next, happen when you actually, like, get into it? Do you have it? a new one coming in a couple of weeks? Yeah. yeah. I've already got a couple of things. I'm thinking of calling them the Kawasaki chair. Yeah. I think that's because I'm, I'm going to be using them to fix my chair quite a bit. And it's coming in green and black. That's yeah. why I'm thinking that. Green uh, and black. Yeah. Shoo! Or um, I'm actually going to think to bring up actual Xbox and ask them to promote because turn the chair into Xbox chair. Oh, yeah. And that will be part of my gaming and my other stuff I want to get into, yeah. like utilize the promotion. Yeah. You know, green and black is the standard colors for Xbox. It is. You know, and free advertisation out there. And, you know, it's all about promote uh, all. Ooh, my head's gone too fast. With careers, and if you want to get further, it's all about sponsors. The more sponsors you got, the bigger you are. Yeah. And because I want to get in my gaming career. Yeah. That's why I want to get sponsors. And that's my two choices at the moment. Hit Kawasaki or hit Cow... Or hit Xbox. <laughs> yeah. Why not? Why not? Yeah. Yeah. And it look, it will look pretty neat because it will have a front... This big wheel will be at the front and it's just missing these casters. Right. Yeah. It's a uh, four wheels instead of being six. But yeah, it's going to have big giant knobbies at the front with yeah. some casters at the back. I remember um, just before you said... Um, like your chair is you like as a part of you mm. um we had a conversation the <laughs> other day yeah we did um and 
it probably wasn't until the other data like that you felt comfortable putting on profiles like um Oh, me, yeah, my Tinder profile. Yeah, we'll go there then. You said it. Yeah. You, I just wanted to make sure. Like, you put, no. on, you, you put on your Tinder. Like, I remember we were having conversations and you, you always just left it out. It's because people are scared. That's why I left it out. Okay? Like, you, if you guys... Just let me finish the question. You go, go. The question. And then you came and said, oh, I've, I've stuck it on my, mm. my profile. And I was, I was standing there and I'm like, Fuck, this is a massive moment for Ryan to mm. to do this. And so how like how does that feel like when you did that? Like what made you want to do that? Like if you want to be because you, you did you did yeah, say um, It's because I want to be honest with myself. That's the thing. You want to if you want to be honest with anyone or mm-hmm. even a girlfriend yeah. You know, or a partner, a future partner, you've mm. got to be honest with yourself. Mm. If you're not honest with yourself, and I mean, that's with all your closets, you know, skeletons in your closet, we all have them. Mm-hmm. If you're not honest with that, then you're not honest with yourself. Mm. Okay? And then you're not honest with your partner. Mm. Mm. You know, okay, there is some things I will say, you can keep as a secret. <laughs> that's just, just yep, you'll be like, love, maybe yeah, I'll tell yeah. you later down the track, you know? Yeah. <laughs> that's just what you do, you yeah. just pass it off. But if you can't be honest with yourself, then who can you be? You know, and I'm sick of lying in a weird way. That's what I felt. I was lying to all these girls saying I'm not in a chair because then I'll say I'm in a chair and all this other stuff. And then they go, oh, yeah, I'm open-minded. And then I get ghosted or deleted. I was sick of that. I was like, fine, I'm going to tell you straight up at the front. I have a disability, not a disability, but just I'm in a wheelchair. Just broad spectrum, covered as that. And I said, I don't see myself in a wheelchair because I don't. Yeah, I see myself quite normal in a weird way. Yeah, <laughs> and I just I took the leap because every person I've ever met in my shoes who's mm. in a wheelchair mm-hmm. do not ever do that, mm. you know. But I was like, no, we're in twenty twenty two now. We're not in the nineties. We're not in the two thousands anymore. We're in twenty twenty two. We should be more open minded yeah. or more understanding. You know, you got to sift through the weirdos. Trust me, I've had a few. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> But you just got to put yourself out there. Yeah. You know, nothing ventured, nothing gained. Yeah, sweet, mate. So, I just something, something's come up and it's like the fear aspect with it. Like, yeah. not putting it on there at the start and like leaving it. I know, I know, like we used to talk about it and you're like, you you want them to get to know you, you, before they do the, do the chair. Yeah. Before you tell them about it, which... You know, I'm like, yeah, that makes sense. But then when you did say it the other day, I was just like, I was, I was a proud big brother. Like you, you fucking stepped into it, like into who you are. Yeah. Because that's who you are. So. Correct. Now you've got there. It's amazing. I yeah. sort of want to go back to where the fear of just. Not doing it? Yeah. Of, yeah. Not doing it's it. It's because, you know, we all had a, you know, as a young kid, you know, you all want in teenagers. You just use the teenager period, you know, girlfriends, you know, stuff like that. I never really had that experience. I wasn't a geek. I wasn't a nerd. I wasn't a muscle guy. You know, I didn't fit any of the girls' actual categories for their types, you know. Um, but I had the trick. Be friends with all girls to get to know what they want to know out of a guy. Yeah. Didn't fit that. And me personally thinking that in my mind all the time, you know. 
I was like, I'm never going to tell them a chair because I just want them to get to know the personality of what I've got and then see the chair because if you can get the person over, get over the chair because he's like, okay, he's got a chair, but he's got a brilliant positive attitude or a brilliant, you know, mind, then what's the chair in, involved with? Yeah. And that's what I used to think because I used to have a couple of friends who were older than me, like much older than me. They're in their probably in the 50s now in mm -hmm. chairs and all that or sorry 40s take that back yeah in their 40s now and they used to say it was hard finding girls right? but you gotta think of 90s 2000s dating yeah. was really hard back then even for wheelchairs yeah and that's why I used to never did it I used to hide it you know but I used to charm the socks off girls like no one like there's trust me I got a story you will love <laughs> um, yeah like I just I could charm them when I got to face to face, but I never could, you know, now I'm older, yeah. dating platforms more the norm now, not the old go to the pub, you know, chat up the girls or coffee shops or, you know, meet them at your local shops or something, you know, yeah. that's not like that anymore. It's yeah. now there's dating platforms, these dating sites. And I went onto forums about wheelchairs, won't go there, deep discussion. But the big thing they said, do not put your wheelchair online. But I'm like, that's hiding yourself. Mm. Yeah, that's a, that's that's quite interesting. Like to find that in but forums. It is. Like, but it was because I understood their fear is because they're going to get judged. Yeah. Yeah. Ghosted. You, you know. And it, he felt that straight away. That disconnect. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I felt that. I can feel that. Yeah. Um. Well, I'll be honest with you. It took me twenty five years to I found a girl. Um, very only for a short period of time. Uh, I love this girl. She was the love of my life. We was no being talked about her quite a bit anyway. But the one thing she said is your attitude what made me who I was because I didn't tell her I was in a wheelchair to the day we met. Yeah. She freaked out. Um, but I just put on the Ryan charm and charmed my socks off, and she she loved it. Yeah. But that night, I didn't even tell mum this. Night. I haven't even told anyone this story. That night, as I'm walking home, I got a phone call from her. Saying, I just want, um, we ha I had a great time, Ryan, you know, it was awesome. I, I loved it, but I think we should just be friends. Like, that really hurt. That hurts. That, like, that really hurt, because I was like, I thought we had a great time. Like, I was, I was a gentleman, you know. Like, you couldn't get any better. Mm. Like, Romeo, basically. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I felt like. All right, and be that, Jesus, Romeo. Oh, no, like, yeah, no, and also, yeah, it was yeah. a big moment for you, because yeah, you'd embraced yourself and yeah. had a great time, too. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And I thought we had a connection. Mm. Anyway, I just put the little slide dog, the little man slide on sort of thing, and just, I sort of just woozed her. I just kept, yeah. like, you want to go on another date, another date. And then over time, we just started dating like she'd be like no I like you you know she got over that but yeah. I could see her every time we go to the plaza stared at my mum brought me up as if someone's staring at you it's because you're famous or you look like someone you, you know mm. you're rich mm. and famous mm. don't care about it and that's how that attitude this might get this girl for for her first six months was really on edge with that because mm. everyone was like is that and I'll spot this one really annoyed used to think she was my carer. Mm. All right. I actually got told off once from one of the employees at the plaza because I was doing inappropriate things with my carer. Mm. I turned around and went, excuse me, she's my girlfriend, not to my carer. Mm. Oh, things completely changed. Mm. Yeah. They think I can't have a girlfriend. Mm. 
Yeah. You know, and it did hurt. I I admit the fear of that hurt, but with my positive attitude, I brought her out of it. It's like, love, don't worry about it. You know, just think we're rich and famous. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. you know, we own the plaza. Just, you know, think of that. And then over time, you could go over that, but I could still feel feel the fear from her with that. And this is the importance of you accepting yourself in the way that you are in all of your greatness and all of your challenges Mm. so that you can then, you know, support your partner, your friends and other people who are in similar situations. Exactly, yeah. Yeah. And I just felt for that because I pushed a little bit of... uh, my own darkness onto that and that's the reason why we broke up and then I look at that as that's the point I'm not going to do that again speak about that because I'm not really sure where you're at my, if you can't oh the fear of my chair yeah. I put my fear of my chair into the stupid relationship how did you do that um, I can't go here I can't do that I, I put the word I can't do Yeah. where I'm the opposite I'm I can do Okay, I can't do this. I can't. I put the. I can't do that attitude in, and that was the reason why we broke up. It's because I can't do that, and that broke me up. Like it actually broke me too, because I was like, no, I can do that. I'm positive. I will do that, Mm -hmm. or I'll go around it to do that. Mm -hmm. You you know, there's will, there's a way. You're gonna find a way, yeah. 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 And that's why this round, um, with with whoever I find next, I was like, no, I'm just gonna be honest. Yeah. I'm just gonna say, and that's why I said. Yeah, I show you do straight away. I was like, I put, I'm, I'm in a wheelchair. Um, I don't see who I am, and oh, I have a friends who say they hear me before they see me. Yeah, <laughs> I never wrote that on that, yeah. and I have a boombox speaker, and I love music. Yeah, you do. And yeah. I just left it as that. Yeah, yeah. Which, which is so powerful, man. Mm. Like, um, to see like, cause when you, cause obviously I went through the the heartbreak. Cause it was your first heart heartbreak. Yeah, you've she been was. Through, yeah. yeah and then to put yourself back out there and um and just your attitude again just coming through and yep but again like you said you started getting ghosted and stuff like that yeah and because you, you know laugh the reason why they ghost me because they'll say what are you doing do you want to come over cuddles you know them sort of stuff i had i couldn't reply to that be like oh i'll give you 15 i'll be over yeah, you know, boy, because they're like girls who sort of like that on these sort of things. Cause if I show you my photo, not all girls, not all girls. No, no, <laughs> there, there is that one out there. I'm hoping I can find it, the real nice one. But there is them girls who will say, "Come over, come over for cuddles," or "What are you doing right now?" I'm like, I'm probably in my game, <laughs> you know, or I've just jumped into bed and I can't technically get back out of bed. You know, I can't drive wherever I gotta go. Just hang out with the girl. Yeah, yeah, you know, and that was me feel like I was lying. That's yep. why I was like, no, it's just going to say at the front front door, if they don't like it, there's the door already. You yeah. know, like, you don't have to acknowledge me because I've already said it. Yeah. And if you have, I, we maybe can go, go somewhere from that. Mm. And I think like the fact that <clears throat> when, you, when you do accept yourself like that and you put the energy out into the universe and you're like, this yeah. is me, I'm coming, someone accept yep. me for who I am, usually does come your way. Yeah. Like, because you're not hiding from anything. No. You're not, like, you, you've stuck it out there. This is me. That's the energy you stick out there. Yeah. Um, and with your happy, go-lucky charm and energy. Yeah. You know, she's on her way. She's going to come and find you. That's yeah. what's happening. Yeah, boy. Uh, and that's what I feel like. You'd be a very lucky man. Yeah, I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> or she'll be a lucky woman. No, I'll say that. You will be. <laughs> <laughs> I am. Yeah. 
Yeah. Not hope so. I am. Mm. That's the word. It's balance. Yeah, man. It's the one thing like, like I, I love. I feel like I'm 28. Turning, sorry. I'm turning 28. But I really feel like I'm in my 40s and 50s. Like, I've just got some wisdom, you know, and some things. And the one thing I learned when you find a partner, you grow with them. You grow with each other, you know, and you grow and you're growing with yourself too. You're not, you know, not with them. You're growing yourself. You're mm. growing and changing and growing into a lovely gentleman, mm. you know, like mm. having two kids, or, you know, like you. Mm. Right back, growed up nice, got two <laughs> little, little ones. Now I give you grow. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Life cycles. So. Yeah, 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 that's it. Yeah, yeah, a little rat bag. And yeah, it does. Everyone does grow and change. Yeah. Um, hopefully. For the better. For the better. Um, but if you can't be honest with yourself, mm, who can you be honest with? Yeah. You know? Yeah. And that's what you got to pass on with the next generation. Mm. You know, you got to pass on that wisdom. you got to pass on that love. Pass on that respect. Because kids today, oh, they're just feral. Just <laughs> absolutely, no, absolutely feral. You spoke about um, people having, people maybe staring at you or having fear yep. being around you or with you or whatever. Where do you think that fear is coming from? It's the, for them. Probably the unusualness. For one, for my, this would be me, just to use myself, my attitude. It's very unusual. Mm. Um, a lot of people with disabilities don't really have a positive, and I really meant this, I've met a lot, don't really have a positive, positive attitude. They've got attitude, positive mm. attitude, but don't get themselves out there into the community. Mm. Get, you know, really show who they are. You know, my neighbours all know me as the loud boy who plays music. <laughs> you know, they'll love it. Yeah. You know, because I got myself out there. Yeah. Um, kids today, like I grew up in school with other people, black, white, yellow, Kiwis, Maoris. I grew up with everyone. Mm. Uh, kids, or when I was growing up in, especially in the cities, where there was a school, a special school. Anyone who had a disability went to that school, and you boys went to a normal school. Yeah. All right, and you didn't see us. Mm. All right, I had a friend. He was he's three years older than me, and um, we met each other first when we were younger. Then we re met when we were actually adults. It was hilarious. We were at the pub once drinking. Well, mate, we met at this age, at this time, at this thing. And he went, I cannot believe you remember. That. I mean, I can't believe I just remembered that too. You know, <laughs> just, you know that flood moment of memory of me yeah. this person, and yeah. then, and then um. We're sitting around and I'm like, he said, Ryan, I didn't grow up with people like you at my school. They were in that locked room over in this classroom in the corner. Mm. All right. There was teachers and classmates, but we got cold, keep away. Mm. You know, and in today's society, hasn't really changed. You know, I have a couple of cool kids go, <laughs> some of the young ones love my music because there's that book in the heads. And yeah. I'm like, that's good because again, to the younger generation, yeah. you know. Yeah, it's the unfamiliar. Correct, it is. Yeah. You know, not looking. growing up with it, not seeing. Yes, seeing it. Yeah. Not seeing it. Not why, aren't it. You in the, why, why aren't you in the normal classrooms? It's because of Australian society and system and don't get me started. <laughs> no, no, we can, yeah, Let's we, get started. Yeah. yeah, because, you know, it, it needs to be spoken about. Like, obviously, yeah. no, no one sees it. Yeah, you no, know no, what correct. I mean? like, and no one does. They should. Oh, thank you. Exactly. I had a best friend, his name, and I'll actually call him out on this one. He's a coolest kid. I'm not sure if he's now as an adult, but when we were growing up together, he was called Callum Ballantyne. He's a thalidomide baby. You ever heard of that pill, the thalidomide? Mm. It was a morning drug they gave to the mums in their 50s. Anyway, he's a third generation of one, basically. 
he had a cool attitude. He had a short arm. Okay? Like, I mean, he's got an arm like up to here, right? And he's got a long arm. He's only got eight fingers, you know? Plays the meanest bloody Call of Duty ever with his toes. Like, my God. Wow, really? My God, yeah. Like, he just... Yeah. Oh, uh, well, no. Except for Call of Duty, Mortal Kombat. I bow to him on that, because playing with your toes, playing a fighting game? Yeah. Brilliant! <laughs> like, because yeah. he can't actually play with his arms. Because, you know, the controllers sort of be like oh, that. Yeah. He can't actually play with it. Yeah. But with his feet, he just puts on the ground and just smashes with it now. Yeah. Only PC he can play with because that's when he can use his keyboard and, and mouse. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, and his attitude, uh, there was a teacher at the time with me, he used to call us the tripod. I was his arms, he was my legs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Uh, yeah. And we were yeah. just in the same class. My best friend Tiffany, she was in there too. She was Wednesday. That was the one who yeah, pulled, yeah. she was yeah. the one who pulled me out of the crap. Yeah. Um, yeah, and us three, we were just wild, independent, but we were in the normal school. You know, we oh, had yeah. we had blacks, we had Maoris, yeah. we had whites, you know, yeah. we had farmers, yeah. farmer kids, you know, rich kids, we had all sorts. Yeah. I leave Wajin. I'm twenty now. Yeah. I'm in a pub. Actually I'm with a carer who I ended up being friends with all his mates because they all liked my attitude and, and all that. And this is how I came across this friend of mine where we met younger and then met years later. And that's when we got talking, hanged out. And he said, we didn't grow up with you, Ryan. Specifically, people like you. And these guys who are my age, mm. they didn't grow up with disability because there's a special classroom over there for them. Yeah. They weren't interacted at lunchtime. They weren't out in the classrooms running around with the normal kids, you know. Some of them, I do understand, hide in the library, stay in class because you don't get bullied. I do understand that. Yeah. Because that's where I used to hide, especially the library. But if we just interact everyone together, doesn't matter if you've got disability or not, mm. it'd be much better. Mm. You know, but it's as well, don't feel the pity yeah. of, of you trying to do it for me. You know what I mean by that? It's that pitiness. It's just because you want to do it. Mm. You know, yeah. that there's a difference between feeling pity on someone to I'm just doing it. Yeah. You, you know, and that's how I just wish people more see. Just do. React. Yeah. You know, I go to Woolies uh, shop by myself and I've had a lot of people go, mate, I can't believe what you do. And I carry some food home. I mean, I carry food. You know, yeah. and I'm weak. I'm not that strong. I'm, my body's old. But I just do. I get out there. Mm-hmm. I've had a couple of chair actual other chair people hate me because I'm just outgoing. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, mate, you can do it. Why not? You mm-hmm. know? Put a boombox speaker in your chair, just go for a drive, piss your neighbours off, have some fun. <laughs> yeah, you yeah. know, like just live a little bit, people, you, you know? And put yourself out there. Yeah. And getting yeah. back to the school thing, um, I think it'd be would it be easier for you to be integrated with all yeah. the other kids? Yes. From the sense that you know, if someone picked on you in that classroom environment, you'd have a teacher there that could actually stand up for you as well. It's a bit of everything. The kids got a, uh, the kids got a, much as like say I'm the one who's got the disability and to say you're picking on me, but there is some issues in there in many ways as you see me as this is something I've just learned. This is just things as not like a threat sort of thing, but you're just different, and I don't know how to deal with that. This is just people's human nature, just doesn't know how to deal with change and different. Yeah. Mm. All right? Yeah, they don't. 
my school did for this for me as um, I was getting bullied quite a bit before I came the bully. My mum uh, got contacted my physiotherapist and my OT. They brought up hundred was it fifty equipment, and when I mean like equipments is like crutches, wheelchairs, urine bottles, you know, you know, and showed this. It was a whole day at school to show this is Ryan's life. Mm. All right, and yeah. this is what he has to put up with. But just you can have fun. Like they're just trying to show, yeah, like, yeah. just you can play with him. You know, just understand what he's going trying to go through. Yeah, you know, everyone picked the crutches. They were fighting over that. You know why? Because they could still use their legs. Yeah. No one picked the wheelchair, the three manual wheelchairs, and there were two of them were electric. Yeah, no. If you saw the electric <laughs> wheelchair, you wouldn't. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know. Yeah. But no one did. No one did. Yeah. You know, except for one, uh, Charlie Williams, the Noyar gentleman, uh, bless his soul. Uh, but he literally, he first thing, just jumped in that wheelchair and he was like, it's a car. And just started doing burnouts. Just having fun, skiddies, you know. Yeah, but yeah. he interacted with the chair, you know. Yeah. We used to fight against each other all the time. But that was because he, he said something to me. He said, if you ever have a problem, just come and see me and we'll, we'll just go men, like real men, just get our little arguments out. And then we felt great after it. Like we were just patting <laughs> yeah, each other on yeah. the back and yeah. we looked black and blue after it. Like, <laughs> yeah. But he just jumped in the chair and drove off and did burnouts, his wheelies. Yeah. He saw what I could do in the chair. Yeah. And he was like, well, no, I'm going to give it a go. He hit himself a few times. Like, they tried to tell him, put your seatbelt on. I learned the hard way. <laughs> and that's what kids should do. You know, interact with them more, you know. Yeah. It doesn't, yeah. it shouldn't suck you if you're in a wheelchair. No. You know, like I had a friend recently, um, it was actually his flatmate, said, oh, I was in a wheelchair for a little period of time. He said he was sucky. I'm like, yeah, it does. If you've got a broken leg, it would, it would mm. suck, but you got to look at the positive. Mm. You can have some fun with some wheelchairs. Yeah. You, you, know, <laughs> you don't have to walk everywhere. And if it was a manual wheelchair, you just got to push yourself. Mm-hmm. All right. You got to step about that high and thing. Fair dudes, then you then you're sort of stuck. But like you still have fun. Like yeah. if you got a heel, like especially like here in Queensland, oh, I would die for the heels we had. Like <laughs> you would see me on a manual wheelchair going down bloody Mount Coolum, like just going <laughs> <laughs> like having yeah. fun. Yeah. You know, and they should interact with them more. Blind should be in the community, deaf should be in the community, wheelchair, down syndrome. Yeah. Should just be all. We all should be one. Yeah, one school. Yeah, yeah, one hundred. And we still here in Queensland still have special schools. That was on the news recently. One got burnt down, and I'm like, that's not right. Yeah. It. it they called a disability school. Yeah. Yeah. But I just call. There's a term for myself. I call them special schools because they're damn annoying. Yeah. Um. Because I, I. It's not because I don't like the disability word. It's just <clears throat> when I was growing up, that's what I got called. That's what I got told us. Yeah. And still here, we're in the 2020, and we still got it. Well, and, re- and I understand, it's because the government doesn't have the funding, doesn't have the resources. I can get all that. If they're focused in all this stuff, like properly focused, we could all interact mm. with each other, you know? Not, they're saying, oh, we disrupt students and everything else. It's they, like- They what? Disrupt. You know, like you got oh, the bad yeah. kid in the class, you know, wrecks yeah. everyone else's attention. The school yep. system thinks it's the disabled people who do that because they have to have carers or aids for for yep. them. And it's like, no, my, my friends in my classroom loved my aid because my teacher didn't want to do it. It was so funny. My aid would come, like my classmates would come over and be like, Mrs. Diver, did I do this right? It's like just the triple chair. Yeah. As she's trying to help me, you know, yeah. And, yeah. and we all learnt. Yeah. 
most of my classmates and most of my school are actually nurses and doctors and carers. Yeah. Only the real moorheads um, came um, engineers in the mines and all that, but yeah. most of the wrestlers, wrestlers came physios, doctors, carers, mm. because of my attitude. And that's yeah. what people should be doing with more schools today, mm. interacting with each other, because then the fields will grow, proper doctors will come, proper nurses, proper carers, you know, will grow in that field. Understand it. And understand it. Yeah. Not thinking it's something unusual. Yeah, because like you said at the very start, they, um, they clumped you, your yeah. words. No, they did. They did. Um, so, if if that's the case, then, like in Melbourne or like you still see a few, but like if if they're trying to get people in the one spot, like you're just not going to be exposed. Yeah, and integrated. Yeah. So when you do, like when you you're coming across, which is bloody ridiculous. Oh. Like I yeah. don't know what the logistics, why they would do it. I sort of get it as living here now and back in Queensland yeah being gone for so many years yeah. you know coming back it feels like the 90s like the system here in Queensland in Queensland yeah especially here on the Sunshine Coast mm-hmm. feels like the night like feels like we're still in the 90s that's over 20 years mm. you know the things haven't grown like yes I understand certain things you know take time but the, this is the east coast of Australia when I was growing mm. up in Perth this was like New York. This yeah. was your, you know, this is your up and coming, you know, New York side of the world. Like, yeah. you know, when I, was, when I left Perth coming here, I was like, I'm going to the big smoke. <laughs> yeah, you know, no, yeah. I'm like, I went to your country town city. Okay. Yeah. Right, I'm going to find in here. All right. Like, let's do this. Yeah. You know, and then I found out the system hasn't changed because I was in the system in Perth. Um, and I, that's why I understand it because they were trying to do a trial center, somewhere a system could work and then they could bring it across the board for the rest of the state. Yeah. And that's what the idea and the goal was in the early 90s. Because we had a boom of disabilities in the late 80s and early 90s, and then mid 90s to 2000s just dropped. Yeah. And then it's just picked back up again for some reason. Um, there was a group of us uh, with disabilities, I think I'm the one out of t- uh, there's only seven or four of us left out of ten yeah out of this one group of yeah. of the 90s all right um we were called the golden child the golden boys we all play sports with each other too that's what i've raised more called golden boys but um i i grew up differently to their guys they grew up in posh schools you yeah. know like because their parents had money like wealthy money um they're brats I meant that they grew up in the actual, you know, rich school system. Yeah. You know, snobs. Yeah. You know, they, they're humble now. Yeah. When I knew them a little, they're snobs. I grew up in the public system. Much as it's crap, it does work. Yeah. You know, and integrate all, you know, together. Yeah. Would work. Yeah. But they've got to focus on the system, the actual whole school system, the curriculum, the activities. I punched the teacher's lights out because he wanted me to do physio. I mean, phys ed. Yeah. I couldn't do it. Yeah. <laughs> and he wouldn't say no. Yeah. Like he wouldn't say no to why I actually punched him and went, I'm not, and then sat back in my chair and just watched everyone else and everyone's just looking at me. And I'm like, but I snapped. Yeah. I, I just, I, I snapped at that point. But my point is if everyone, te- if all teachers know, all right, if you're going to do phys ed, there's other ways of phys ed. Yeah. You, you know, maybe visit of your mind, work with your mind. You know, instead of doing pain and paperwork, 
just work out if you can't physically move because there is all types of disabilities card games you know working with your mind work with it yeah there's not just the physical side of strength and mm. everything else there's intellect but then it's just too smart yeah <laughs> there is just too smart yeah no no street sense yeah either yeah but doctors teachers they're overworked mm. i'm just saying the way it is i yeah. I, I see the teachers i see what they've got to go through what their system they've got to put up with they're underpaid they're overworked you, you know they get no support and then trying to add say disability on top of all their workload i understand that's big pressure load mm. but if you allow actual proper funding for um assistant care assistant aids for uh, teacher aids or a um carers for the client you know plus a teacher aid allowed to be in the classroom at the same time because mm. they're only there for their job mm. You, mm. you know they're there for the kid or there for the client mm. and then they can actually grow yeah you, you know and everyone grows with each other mm. Mm. you know not sit in the corner and be the one with the white hat yeah yes although I've out how much time um, and energy does a carer have with you like if you're in school, they're there with you from 100, like... Pretty much, yeah. Does it require all their attention to be with you? It, it was so funny. Mm. There is some points in life it gets annoying because, say, lunchtime, you know, you just want to be with your friends and more, get, you know, and you want to hang out with your friends because you're the same age. And then you got this, like, I had a middle-aged lady used to sit next to me. But it was... <laughs> but, like... <laughs> That's because I, cause my disability is classified as of 24 hour support. Mm-hmm. Um, I need someone around me 24 hours. Yeah. I, I don't, yeah. but I do. Okay, that reality, yes, yes. but my mind, no, I don't. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so you try it's a balance. Battle through that, it's yeah. a battle through that. But yeah. if you, if it depends on the disability, yeah. depends on the person with the disability. If it's at lunchtime, then they should go to the teacher's lounge room and eat their lunch as they have run around. Mm. That's if they can. Mm. If they can't, then they need their assistance. Yeah. And that's pretty much, say, the school hours. That's from nine to five. Yeah. Just working them hours, basically. Mm. Um, and then basically it's changeover to the parent comes, picks them up, or the next care shift changes, takes them home then. It mm. depends on how their system is all set up and works. Mm. Mm. For me, I was just very lucky. I lived in a small country town. Uh, my house was literally like one road, literally up the road. I literally just drove myself home from school uh, with my best mate who lived three houses down from me. We just used to walk with each other. Yeah. And he's the one with the little arm and he used to carry a trombone, size of you. <laughs> <laughs> the tr- you know the big old fashioned trombones? Yeah. yeah. He used to carry that with one arm. I used to look at him, just give it here, mate. And I used to carry it for him from home. Literally every morning when I, when I did go to school, I would go there, pick it up for him, walk to school with him, drop it off at the music group. Yeah. And it depends on, like I say, it depends on your disability and who you are. And if you're open-minded and if you want to talk and if that carer is, you know, willing to listen as well, because you had, I've met some really ones, it's their way or the highway. Mm. It's really annoying. Mm. Um, and they'll be like, oh, if you want to hang out with your friends at lunchtime, that's fine. I'll go eat my lunch at the cafeteria or I'll go sit in the car or whatever. You know, go have your own time for a second. Yeah. You know, you can get a quick breather because you, say you've been in a classroom as a carer trying to deal with like say grade two maths you're you know what I mean you're trying to but you're like man I 
feel like my head, I need a headache, I need a quick breathe. You know, you yeah. can utilize that. Yeah. But if you communicate with each other, then it can work. But if a client, I knew one person, he, Lee, he couldn't do that. Yeah. We grew, we went to the same school with each other. He was two grades above me. Legally blind, legally deaf, legally can't move. Mm. Like, oh, I yeah. fell for the guy, you know. Um, he knew who I was. Weird as it was, he just, my, must be my scent or my yeah. my smell or my voice or my tone. He just, he just yeah. backed this one particular buzzer. He just knew that was me because he would never whack this buzzer for anyone else. Yeah. But he just knew that was me because I'll be like, hey, Lee, what's up? Like, as I'm going to get my lunch, you know, and he would just be sitting there as the um, carer would get her lunch. Well, she was mostly just gossiping with the bloody lunch lady. <laughs> yeah, these are the things you realize as you get older as that's wasting time, that's wasting funding. When they're doing stuff like that, that's, oh, as I've gotten older, I didn't realize there's a lot of money behind mm. carers, you know, time-wise, you know, all this stuff. And when I see someone like that, think of someone like that now, I'm a kid, I'm like, my God, that chick was wasting time. My God, she was getting paid to her ass. Like, that's it's not- Taking the piss. Thank you, yeah. yeah. I was just trying to say it nice way, but yeah, 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 if you're a carer for me, you do a job. Yeah. That's how I met you, Will. Yeah. I just mean it like that. I had enough of carers taking smeg out of me. Mm. I said, oh, yeah, yeah, we'll do garden work. Just uh, use the garden work, you know. Yeah. We'll help you. Let's go do this. Not allowed to stand on a ladder. And then, no true, there's work and safety rules and all that. But they'll go, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. And it's fine. I'll go find someone who who actually does that job. Yeah. Mm. You, know, you know, and I get frowned upon on that in my own community. And mm. I was like, I get someone who actually does the job, what I mm. want, mm. You, you know, not who someone's going to sit on their ass and be on their phone or just came home from, or hasn't been home yet, got changed, still smelling like alcohol and she's 19 years old, trying to get me up. And I'm like, don't get stiffy, Ryan. She's <laughs> 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 hard, don't get stiffy. <laughs> But yeah, the system's broken. You, you, you know. If you if you could do two three things, what would you do for the system? For one, I would make everyone be in the same school. Yep. Just because then everyone can understand. And I mean that can be culture wise too. You yep. know, you could be Africa, African, Middle Eastern, South American, even American English. Doesn't matter. It's just. It's a school. We're here to learn. You know, it doesn't matter if it's black, white, yellow. Yeah. That's the one thing I would do. I'd bring everyone into one school. Yeah. Two, I would fix the system as making it more easier and give people with disabilities more choice. Like actual choice. Yeah. You know, you don't what get... What sort of choices? Not get dictated by the government on what you can and can't do. Yeah. I, I meant that. Like, literally. My, my hands are tied. Like, there's things I want to do, but I can't because the system is broken. Like what? If I, my wheelchair, that takes over, my, that's my disability fund, all right? This, uh, last year, I had a big pot of fund, all right? This year, it was slashed, like, murdered, basically. Yeah. It's just, there's nothing left. Yeah. All right? That's why my chair is sitting there on two tires, half wheel missing and a wheel missing, because I had to fix this chair, because that's broken, and then this one broke. Yeah. And then I had to get my mum and me, and my mom's a little strong, strong little woman. Respect, respect to my mom. She held there, pulled the tires off, put them back on my chair. Mm. Like, mm. 
on on a da- on Anzac Day too. No one will win help either. No mm-hmm. friends, no nothing. You know, and Mum did it. She fixed my chair for me. We're not mechanics. We're not proper engineers. Mm. You know, that's what I should get paid. Oh, where my funding's there to pay someone to do that. But my, I don't have fun to do that. Yeah. Because one thing they want me to have, what is annoying, is a shitload of carers. I'm like, I understand having carers because I'm 24 hours support. That's my disability. But you can't have the support without the equipment. That's You've right. got to have the equipment to support the carers. Mm. Yeah. You know, yeah. they don't like you sitting in bed for some apparent reason. Don't ask me why. They don't. They don't. I'm like, well, I can't help it. My chair's broken. Yeah. yeah. You, you, you know, you got to do housework, chores, or things. You know, they don't like doing that. They like going out into the community and having such fun. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and that's what I would change. I would change more as we can select proper. I mean, and I'm not calling them carers, but like, like proper house cleaners. Yeah. Like changing the word from being a carer is actually there just as my hands. Yeah. All right. Mm. But not my hands is like, I want to do this. But then, but I have the choice of you, uh, someone else can problem a house uh, maid. That's the word I was trying to Like a proper maid, you know. <laughs> no, no. You'd be surprised how many carers don't like to vacuum, don't like to mop, don't mm. like to do just, I could, I would. Yeah. That's my age. I, like, I would. Yeah. Yeah. Okay? But I can't. That's why I hire these people, but they don't like to do this work. And I'm like, but this is your job description because mm. you're in that very broad mm. spectrum. Mm. All right. I was shorting that spectrum down to you're this or you're that. And that's what I would do. Yeah. Give more choice for us. Yeah. Um, and is there, what's it like career wise? Like, how do they, how do they, <laughs> help you do they if you well it doesn't like they separate they segregate you from school anyway so they're probably thinking they don't want you to have careers yeah alright alright like they they don't they they pretty much want you to be dead by the age of 20 like if you're younger well that's how it feels yeah that's how it feels because they don't want to give you a career you know like they don't want to give you aspects of life you you know or give you hope Mm. you know Trust me, there's a lot of hats I would love to have, but I wanted to grow up as a sniper. Proper special ops, black ops, sniper. Like, I just, that's what I wanted to be. Yeah. And plus cooking. I love food. Like, my God, that's mm. the reason I think I've thinned down and I've I love food. Yeah. I, I, even when I was a kid, my mum told me how to cook when I was four, five years old. Pizzas and pancakes. Like, I love yeah. that stuff. Yeah. Anyway, that's what I would have been if I could have walked. But over the years, like you say, career-wise, every yeah. career is legs. As I'm growing up, I'm and this is the term I call them, as you guys have legs. You know, you guys can walk. You mm. know, every career is a job for legs. Yeah. There's nothing out there. Yeah. Except for office work. Mm. You got to be really good at office work to, you know, to fight other players, <clears throat> other people. Yeah. But then employees, I mean companies, do not want to hire us. We were the only ones. I noticed because one boss I had did get a job. He was shocked. He was like, Rail Hail Sunshine, you show up, don't you? I went, Yeah, I haven't got a hangover and I'm still here. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> like, I've not even slept, I think, three hours. I think, no, I had a shower. Yeah. But like, <laughs> I'm here in the markets, you know? yeah? And I rocked up. He laughed. He went, Ryan, I know you're drunk. Like, he, he gave me extra 50 bucks to go get coffee and give me breakfast to wake up because <laughs> he could still smell the booze on me. And he just said, He said, mate, I had other employees who wouldn't show up. 
Yeah. You know, they would have rang me and went, no, I'm feeling sick. You know, well, I know, know they got a hangover, you know, especially what time it is. No, no, you still got a hangover. You still, I can smell it. But you're here. <laughs> I went, yeah, no, I don't finish the six. Right. And he's like, oh, yeah. Well, then, but I'm here. I did it. Mm-hmm. You know, I show up. Yeah. And I gave him a go. And he was shocked, actually. He was a bit um It was leather cleaning products. Yeah. Like, God, I sold a lot of leather cleaning products. <laughs> I found a niche too, motorbike riders. Yeah. I'm in Fremantle Markets. Yeah. And I looked at all the guys who had motorbike gears and I wore leather myself and I went, guys, this actually works. Mm. It's from a product from England. Can't remember what it was. And he just basically gave me a go. Yeah. That's the only thing I will say. He gave me a go. He, short story was, he wanted to run it because uh, he found out I was such a good worker. Mm. The only thing is he wanted to screw me up on my hours. He wanted me to give a commission rate over an actual proper hourly rate yeah. over what I was doing. Yeah, yeah. Um, Typical sales job. Mm, yeah, because it was yeah. salesman, yeah. And, um, but an actual proper store, proper shop, and a yeah. proper oh, marketplace. Yeah. Like when you like you see them e-shed markets, like a proper proper shop. Yeah. And he said, that, they'll be yours. you would be running it. Mm. Like you can hire people, fire people, you can do whatever you want. Um, I was 17 Yeah. at the time. And I was like, well, it's just because I was good at numbers. And I was just smiling on a few things and I was worried about a couple of things about the shop he was in at the moment. Going, this is not right. This doesn't seem legit, you know. Mm. He questioned that too. And that's why he's like, no, nah, I'm moving. And he wanted me with him. And the money I was making would just pay for the taxi yeah. I had to pay to get to where I had to go. Yeah. Because it was 50 bucks one way in taxi. There was no oh, buses at the time, no yeah, trains. Right. Yeah. It was the time zone, especially what time I had to be there. It was yeah. like 5 a.m. in the morning, yeah. you know, and when I finished at, at night, there's no buses or trains mm. in the America. Mm. And it was hard Perth. Like, yeah. Yeah. I said no to the job. Yeah. yeah. Um, for me, I just came a sort of like make money here and there, basically. That's what I sort of came across for myself. Yeah. Like, sell some artwork, um, I draw, I sketch. Yeah. I, I love that stuff. Um, and I just oh card collection there is ways of making money if you become a nerd <laughs> not joking that's the only other way you can do it yeah. you buy things and you sell things yeah. as a career for a disability that's what you've got you, you really don't have any other choice you can't go get a chef job can't go become a bus driver or, you know a lollipop driver but there is other people out there who came teachers I know that yeah. uh, sweet girl she is a, a has a disability and she's an assistant aide for oh, teachers yeah. in yeah. chair. And she helps other kids with disabilities. That's cool. Mm, like, yeah. I like that. She's got a brilliant attitude, like me. Um, with your attitude and the internet, I imagine right now there'd be more opportunity than ever for you to have. In today's have, world? Yeah. And well, massively positive influence yeah, on so, so many people. Thinking too. And that'll take us into our next segment of your gaming. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah my, my gaming career. Um, yeah. that's where I wanted to go yeah. I love games I love movies um, and I wanted to combine the two together the two loves and I make game videos like I re-record myself playing games and then I'll go back into it and I'll edit it and then I'll put it on my YouTube account mm-hmm. what I have I have an uh, Instagram page and I have a YouTube, pa- um, YouTube account where I've just started recently in the last three months yeah. um, and I wanted to get myself out there I wanted to show who I am I'm a brilliant player. All my friends give me crap. It's like, Ryan, you're a good player. We all, that's the reason why we give you crap because you're really good. It's just some of your reading and a few little aspects. 
you just don't have. But hey, as a grilling marksman, yeah. get out of your way. <laughs> like, <laughs> no way. Like, I got a record before it came records. Call of Duty Black, Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2019 edition. Uh, I've got it recorded on my Instagram page at a 475 meter headshot. <laughs> One bullet, oh. sniper rifle. Yeah. And I couldn't even see the target. But me and this guy, we just were bouncing bullets off each other. And I could, had my headphones on, I kept hearing it just go ding, ding. I'm like, <laughs> I'm gonna get you. And I just quickly zoomed up, quick scope, snap, got him. And because it's, that game is actually a proper uh, real life military game, the bullet will actually do bullet drop, like a proper gun will. There's, takes time to drop. Mm. I just aimed up right and I was fired. Got a perfect headshot. I couldn't really believe it. I was like, record, record, record. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I wasn't on record at the time. I'm like, I could record that, could, could record that. Yeah, so uh, Ryan's pretty good at uh, <coughs> the uh, Xbox. Um, yes. He, uh, he was discussing that. What was it? Halo, you made Halo, a Halo competition, was it? Um, Pro. Uh, pro pro uh, Halo 2 back in the day 2008 yeah um, my nickname back in the day was called Heretic the reason why I'm called Heretic because it was like a ghost name I didn't want to be known as player at the time yeah 26th in the ranked in the world I was wow yeah Bungie and my best mate at the time was called Big, Big King 69 weird name <laughs> but he was one of the main creators for Reach Halo Reach came yeah. out. Yeah. One of the best games of all time history. If you're a Halo supporter, Halo yeah. fan, they were going to be like, no, Reach is the best. And I'm like, I don't deny anyone for that one. <laughs> because the company Bungie was the last time they ever created Halo. Bungie sold their rights, created a new game called Destiny. We'll get there later. Bungie and me, uh, I just loved it. I loved the simple, basic game mechanics of it. And I just... Got bored one day, I said to my friend, Oi, you two pick up them four controllers. I'm gonna jump on my Xbox 360 and just play against you guys. I teamed wiped them for about a year, four against one person. Yeah. Then my friend was like, dude, you should enter in tournament. I went into a public server and I did not sleep for three days straight. Just <laughs> mum's giggling. <laughs> um I swear, I swear, I came home at that like them that freaking week because if you had such thing as beards for teenagers, I would have had a beard, <laughs> like, <laughs> long hair, growing nails. But no, I just kept playing. I didn't sleep. I just game after game after game, just ranking that system, ranking that up. But before I got to the ranks, I had to give myself a name, and I love this character called Heretic. Is a alien. Heretic means you are disfellowshipped from your family, mm-hmm. and I was like. I don't have family well heretic goes for me like at that time I'm like I love that and I loved it and the symbol was really cool it was like burnt scar symbol like right there and it was what I did was red and yellow it looked like a proper singe on the armour and it looked yeah. just little mint yeah. and I was yeah. golden purple elite and I just ranked up I kicked Bungie I kicked Australian's ass. like sorry but I literally did I, I just beated everyone and there's only at the time there's only 250,000 here in Australia who was playing that yeah. on PC. Yeah. I was playing Xbox, okay? I did a couple of cheat things. I hacked my, uh, my next door neighbor's internet to, with my Nintendo DS, <laughs> using PC and then hit connected to my Xbox, then I got free Wi Fi. So you're always thinking outside the box, are you? You got it. Like, yeah. like, it was a extension yeah. cord. Yeah. My Nintendo DS was in the letterbox. There's a power cord running to that. 
Then my computer was sitting out the front door because being stone walls about that thick, the Wi-Fi wouldn't bounce through. That I had to curve the Wi-Fi <laughs> into my room, and um, yeah, and I connected my Xbox cable to my PC, and then I got free Wi-Fi from the council. Yeah, because I lived right in front of the council chambers. Free <laughs> Wi-Fi. Perfect. And yeah, and I just played. I just constantly played, and then I dropped out. I I left Wagen. I didn't pick up a console for three, nearly eight years. Nearly eight years. I didn't pick up a console except for the last three years here. Oh really? Yeah. Yeah. I've yeah, just started playing good. gaming again. Yeah. And I just in the last year, because of lockdown and COVID, I wanted to give myself something to do. You know, um, I just wanted to do something. My friends were like, "Brides, get an Xbox, get an Xbox." I was like. Fine, I'll save up. I did. Just before lockdown too, I just got the Xbox. Yeah. And um just picked it back up again. And it just feels so natural. It was just like, okay, I'm coming to streaming now. Fine. I know where I'm going now. And that's what I've done. I, I, that's why I create my Instagram, my own YouTube. I do Twitch streaming as well. Um I create my how to basically create identity in the game world. Because yeah. To be good, you got to get yourself out there, and if you want to be a, what's the word, a mentor for younger gamers, mm -hmm. you got to one, you got to be damn good, um, but you got to be humble mm. when you're doing it. Because I've watched a few guys, yeah, right, we swear, we rant, we carry on, but they're missing some natural, natural humbleness. You know, when when you're playing the game, you yeah. know, like last night we had some wacky games. Me and my best mate. Can't do this dungeon run because it's a high level run. I begged a godfather type figure in our in our clan. I begged, I was like, mate, can you please take us into this dungeon? Because no joke, no one is gonna do this dungeon because the season's about to finish. And he's like, fine, I'm gonna hate this. I'm hating both of you, but fine, I'm gonna do this. I was like, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> Took us in. Anyway, he actually was like. Wow, you guys are pretty impressive. Because he's a godfather, he only plays with guys his experience level, like quite high. He won't play with kids. Yeah. And he calls us boys because he's in his 40s. You know? Yeah. But um, he's just like, mate, you guys are packing some punch. Like, seriously. And just me and my best mate, we're like brothers and we call it, we're just literally the wolf and the dragon. Yeah. And I'm like, dude. We're the two-man army. We have to do this. No one else is going to grind with us or farm with us, you know, the, the resources in the game. Yeah. It's just me and him. Yeah. Or before my friend, it was just me, the lone wolf, <laughs> you know, and I had to get good at this stuff, you know. Um, but on and off over the years, you know, I said I didn't play for eight mm. years. On and off, I had friends who had Xboxes or Playstations and we would jump on. One time, my two friends went away. They left the Xbox. My friend rings me up because he's babysitting in the house. He's like, you want to play some Black Ops? And I'm like, I'm down. Bring the booze. And he's like, yes, let's do this. <laughs> Grabbed some alcohol, went upstairs on the apartment. We're just chilling, hanging out. And I haven't played for at least four years. Like, I actually was like, I feel really scared right now of like touching <laughs> this controller and like having a game. And I'm like, Okay, mm, I, I died a lot. Like, I, I just, like, every corner, boom, like, died. Because it's fast pace in that game. Yeah. It's so fast. It's, like, the best you can survive for is two... Uh, if you're good, it's a two-minute flat. 
time strain on uh, multiplayer if you're versing other players, you know. Yeah. And my personal best on this one is uh, a minute 50. That's hard. Like, yeah. that's really hard to survive. In a game like So that, it's taken a lot of intense focus then. It does. Yeah. And mm. I think because my ADHD, uh, it's the reason why I can really sit there for hours and yeah, keep, yeah. keep my concentration yeah, what, going. Yeah, what is it about, like, obviously it's popular. Yes. Like, I love FIFA. <laughs> but, no, but like there's there's something, there's something like what's, what's like because when you speak about it I don't know if you can see it T-Dog but Man, your eyes you light up and easy. you you like and you just know everything about it like so like what is it like what's what is it about a video game or the the fighting video games because yep. it's more the Halo the Halo, Black Ops and Black Ops uh, your first person uh, we call them first persons because yep. there's uh, six special six spectrums of the game um you got action rpg racing strategy uh, role playing i think that line is called but there's a proper term for it i can't think of it yeah um me i like a bit of everything not role playing i hate them games that's reading that's the reason why oh, I hate, yeah. that's why i hate role playing games because it's all about your reading everything and yeah. it's just yeah no give me my action games because it's all they talk to you it's like you're actually in a movie basically yeah um so what is it about the, that for you for me it's escape for me personally it's escape from reality into the game reality because that feels like i can run i can walk mm. i am I can be who I want to be. Yeah. You, you know, that, yeah. that's why people play mm. games, you know, it's to escape reality. Mm. It's just, you got to make sure to come back to reality. That's where everyone forgets. Mm. Got to come back. Yeah, we speak about that a lot, eh? Yeah. Um, you can play these games, you can be in these fantasy worlds, you know, but you still got to remember there is reality, you, you know. You got to come back to that. I've lost friends who just think it's, that's reality. And it's not. There is reality what we live in right now. Yeah. What we are doing right now. Yeah. You know? And it's just... So when you're... So when you are playing, and I, I yeah. had a suspicion you were going to say that. Yeah. Um, you can run, you can walk, you can just like, do everything. But, yeah. Like, how's it feel? <laughs> it's like, like, do you... Yeah. I have... Um, I've just been noticing this one recently. I've actually been getting uh, motion sickness in the game because I actually feel like I'm in that tense in the game. Because one thing today, 2020 games to 2008, you know, five and six, you know, games have improved so much. Like it's full reality, full mm. realistic. Like you see, we bob up and down like that. Think of way you picture. Like I'm looking at you, but. You know, I can see my hands here. Yeah. That's what it feels like mm -hmm. to me, mm -hmm. you, you know. Um, this game I'm playing at the moment, Destiny, because you look first person, when you jump, you feel when you slam the ground because your character literally goes like that and the <laughs> screen jolts. Um, you, I, I, well, I don't know anyone else feels this, but I, I feel that. Mm. I feel that intensity. My friends tell me all the time, turn vibration off. I'm like, no, because if you're in a gun situation, your hands will be vibrating because of the, the machine yeah. gun or yeah. the, the bow you want to for me I want to feel that yes. reaction yeah. that's why I keep my vibration on I understand it kills my controller over the years it yeah. will do that because what it does yeah. but I want that intensity I want to feel that reality yeah. Yeah. for me that mm -hmm. this is no. for, for myself I want to feel that 
And yeah, I've noticed those a few times, especially like my Destiny game at the moment, Destiny 2, love it. When you're doing jumping puzzles, because this game is quite huge, it's got all sorts, not just action, strategy, multiplayer, um, puzzles, like, mm. and I'm in actual puzzles, like real life little jigsaw puzzles, but it's game puzzles, like, it'll blow your mind, yeah. really. Like, yeah. If I could actually open you up and sh like, show you the world, it blow your mind. For me, like last night jumping around, I felt like I was in that game. Yeah. Uh, there's this one we were doing last night, the raid. I said, it took me up, me and my friend, five hours to do jumping puzzles. I loved it. Because you're jumping around like that all the time. Yeah. Climbing up walls, you, you, you know, crossbow bumming out. And you mean like, you know, see in the Matrix, you know, you know, I can do shots like that. The game gives me abilities yeah. to do that. But I, to me, I feel like I can do that. Yeah. You know, and I already have that bit of instinct as it is. Mm. Um, I'm waiting to full VR system, uh, body to connection. Mm. That's just, just for me, for games, because my mate already said, he said, I want to never play you. I will never verse you ever. I said, I'll just, I'll, I'll be on your team. He said, and then I'll be like, I'll carry you then. Because <laughs> like, yeah, you would. Your quick eyeness of just quick shot when you're seeing a bullet or seeing the enemy, you, yeah. you've seen things yeah. before I've seen them. Yeah. Well, he gets it to me as well. Like, I, I missed it, and you know. Yeah. But it's just having a keen eye. Yeah. That's, that, you know, that's pretty awesome. Like, we do look at video games and think, and, um, think of it, it can be a distraction or it can be a, you know, which it can be. Like, everything's got its, its Every things. But for for you, like, to... To it's allow a you to start feeling that and, and mm. actually have access to, to, to do that is, is quite, I think, yes. quite amazing. But I love how you always say, and when I come around, you've got to get outside and get back to nature and, oh, yeah. and, and split the two realities. Yeah, yeah. you have to. Mm. I always try to make sure, um, I went for a period of time. This is why zombie, we got zombie acts, all right? Screen time, too much screen time, too much blue screen, all right? I will play, I jump early in the morning, I play most of the day, by 10 o'clock, or actually by 9 to 10, I try to ease off, I try to be like, nah, I'm done, I'm finished, I'm going to jump off, alright, I might watch a movie, or watch a bit of TV, or talk to mum, but then I'm relaxed, I'm calm now, and then I can go to bed, and then you can sleep, mm. you know, and that's, break, like I said, like you said, breaking the reality up, breaking the two cycles up. And that's what I, I love looking to the Mondays because when I get out in nature and a bit of fun, you know, mm. I love it too. I'm mm. a bush kid myself. And you forget where your roots come from mm. too. Yeah, because um, here's a question for you. Yep. So I started coming looking after your garden for you. Mm -hmm. And then I was like, oh, let's uh, chuck some, uh, like, uh, some vegetables and stuff in the backyard and... Mm. And you're going through a bit of a rough patch there. Yep. I nice. want to know, like, how nature and, and getting back out there and be and like starting to grow your food again and stuff like that. How that helped you? It feels grow. like. It, did you know it helped you grow? Yeah. Did you did you, did you feel I, that all? Didn't or, notice at the beginning. You didn't. Didn't notice at the no. beginning. Because I just going into this, so I can plan. I had the intention of doing this, so it would help him. Yeah. I've just asked him the question now. <laughs> yeah, no, no. it's because at that time I was in a place where I didn't really feel it, but yep. it's the achievement after it. It's mm. like, I've actually grown something and, you know, and feeling like, oh, I've got these capskins, like, mm. um, growing 
Bro, uh, haven't, the only thing was failing at the moment is the damn tomatoes. I don't know why they're not taken off. Yeah. But it's that that feeling of getting back into the grounds, getting back into nature, looking after something. And as well, for me, I looked at it as a way I can get away from the screen. Mm. Actually gives me a reason to get away from the screen. Mm. Get away from it. Well, actually gives me a reason. Yeah. Because of my shoes, I'm just merged in that world. Yeah. All right. Yeah. That's just because I... For me, that is my world. Yeah. You know, because I can't have reality. That's why I just push out of it. But... Like a giant wolf, you know, we talked about earlier. Um, having a dog got me into nature, you know. Losing Rusty is the reason why I went into that dark place. Yeah. I felt lost from nature because I didn't have my nature connection anymore. Yeah. Well, I didn't realise it. It was actually me. Me, the whole entire time, was connected to nature. Yeah. And, yeah, and I'm just like, wow. That's why I'm loving at the moment with my garden. It looks beautiful, but it's because... We put time and effort into it. Yeah. And I, I love that. And yeah. I've all time loved nature. Yeah. I'm the only street, the only one who has trees in the whole black, backyard. Everywhere else on this bloody street has nothing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it, it was so alive. We went out there the other day. Yeah. And um, it was just, yeah, there was bees in there. Bugs, other bee. little bugs, butterflies. Oh. And you just felt the energy, eh? Yes. Yeah. It's a pretty cool metaphor for life, really. Like, what you put your time and energy and attention yeah. into, it's going to grow. Oh, yeah. Like, the capskin resources. Oh, I've yeah. harvested that quite a few times, and I loved it. Especially when you're having a salad, and you can know, especially I love food as well. Yeah. And, you know, being a chef, was all the time, a proper chef should be like, you eat your season, like your, your, your food season, basically. But then having your own produce... Mm chopping it up and cooking it it just feels so good mm. there's just something about it like I can't there's no feelings for it no sorry, no words for it but just awesome feelings yeah. for it as yeah. you feel alive you feel good um, even got me through a couple of tough times didn't have money at the time for food but had capskin to go to bulk up yeah. meals or I already had food but you know just to bulk it up more and it was awesome yeah. I got chives in the backyard I've got Sweet potato. Sweet potato growing like no one's business. Yeah. Some ginger in there. Ginger. Yeah. That's quite nice. It's about that high now. Yeah, yeah. A good 15 centimetres high. Yeah. Especially when we... Since that last Monday to this Monday. Yeah. That was only three centimetres tall. Like yeah, two, yeah. Two, three mil. Nicely, yeah. Now it's a good 10, 10 mils high. One beautiful rain we've had. Mm. You know? And getting back into that. What everyone doesn't do anymore. And uh, my my neighbour across the road, we've only just moved to Coolum. Oh. But um, I'm not sure how old he, uh, he is, but he's he's up there. And, you know, he rocked over to our house the other day and brought us this big bunch of bananas. Yes. And um, I was on the loo. I, <laughs> I didn't get to thank him yet. <laughs> but, um, gee, those bananas are good and what a gift it is. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. cook a good banana, like, especially a fresh banana like that. Oh, oh beautiful. Little, um, I think yeah. they're called Lady Fingers. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah Lady Fingers. Yeah. yeah. Nice. Yeah. Bit of pen, uh, get a blender, bit of peanut butter, yep. or blitz it up, yep. get puff pastry, put in, put a little dollop inside of it, fold it up to look like Woo. a little, <laughs> fold it up like a little parcel, yep. Yep. and then whack it straight in, oh, and then egg wash, straight in the oven. Oof. Amazing. Yeah. Okay. Bit of, syrup with a bit of uh, fresh whipped cream. cream. Yeah. yeah, on yeah. top. Peanut butter, I'm allergic to plantain bananas, but that's a really good recipe. I, I've not tasted it, but I got given it. Yeah. Yeah. I wanted to ask you about this gaming. Um, yeah. You were talking about career. You're talking about gaming as a professional. Yep. You've mentioned um, you playing and creating movies. Like, yep. what's the whole intention behind that? 
Um, it's because I want to show my, because I love movies. I want to show I can video edit because it's really hard. Like I picked on you on your video edit sometimes and like, but I, I'm a cameraman. You know that yeah. like everyone should have a job if you get what I mean when you're doing certain things. Yeah. And I don't know. I've got an eye for a camera. Like I seriously do actually like I love photography. I love that's why I think move and because my love of movies is why I thought I could buy like games. Yeah. Movies and thought combine the two together and make my own movies from my, so, from my games. So what do you hope to create from that? Like just funny memes, TikTok videos. You know, just get myself out there. I don't expect anything from it. Just want be like one day. That was me. Like, <laughs> uh, that's, that's my artwork. That, yeah. that, that's me. I'm not... It's creative expression. Yeah. 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 yeah, like, not in... Yeah, I know that one. Uh, just into all sorts. Like, I just posted my 101 photo on my Instagram page. Yeah, this is what I just posted. That's my character from my Destiny 2, what I made up. Yeah. She's a badass hunter. That That's her title, it's called Hunter. Yeah. Um, and she's a blue character called a walker. But I designed her off Katana from Halo 2. The purple blue skin, like I replicated her with the purple eyes. Yeah. And that's my 101 Instagram photo. And I actually posted on Instagram going, very shortly guys, I'm going to be posting my 101 photo um, or post uh i don't know what it is yet i even i didn't know what it was like do i post a video yeah. a picture and then i was like ah, oh. i was bored looking around got my set of armor what i really like because you can custom make all your armor and i just really love that seat i love the seat with the skull floating in their hand yeah. and that's why i just so did you do that from scratch that's actually paused yeah. in character and i just screenshot and then I just went into edit and then yeah, just yeah. edited the brightness, edited like the detail, like making that a bit more brighter because the version is very dull. Yeah. But where I just went into photo edit, photoshopped, yeah. and then just brought in the brightness and colors and all that. Yeah. Um, uh, uh. So, um, in your uh, life, you've had, um, I'm going to say this pretty a good role model that sort of set you up along the way and helps you through I think <laughs> yes no. your, your mum I'm going to yeah. say like you yeah. no <laughs> I would actually say because my mum's strongness my mum's termination and my her stubbornness to put up with me I'll yeah. be honest with you on that um yeah how, how, how do you feel your mum shaped you helped you grow she's a single mother yeah, I'm just going to say it was. She's a single mother and she did the best as she could, even yeah. in the shoes we were dealt with. But, um, nah, I just, she gave me love. Yeah, That's boy. the one thing I would say. Just gave me love, understanding, yeah. and just unconditional. Yeah. You know, we've been through some rough patches, both of us, with each other. Yeah. But we just made each other stronger through it and made me stronger. Yeah. I know I'm getting emotional now because it is. It no, is, I get it. Yeah, man. You're yeah. used to a bond. You're a tight. And... Oh, tell me about it. My, was my ex-girlfriend was jealous of it. <laughs> my gosh. But this is just because um, you have war buddies. You have, you know, like you're in a war situation. And only your war buddy will get it. Because both of you were in the war with each other. You yeah. just understand yeah. each other. That's me and my mum. Yeah. She's, yeah. she's not just my mum. She's my best mate. She understands me. I understand her. And I appreciate it. And I, I love her for that. Yeah. I don't say it enough. 
I know that. But I do. Beautiful. And she's just, yeah, just strong. I'm just going to say, just strong, willing woman. Like, and termination. Yeah. She said, there's nothing you can't do. You can do. Yeah. You know, and that just pushed me through. Yeah, it's all the traits that you have. Yeah. You know, strong and mm. can do and... Mm. Determinated. Yeah. Determinated, yeah. It's, um, so, yeah. Thank you, Mum. <laughs> Gay Mum. What a legend. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Well, I used to have to admit, I have two nicknames for my mum. Well, it depends on what, what mood I'm in with her as well. I call her She-Hulk because she's bloody incredibly strong. Pusses, I mean, no joke. Like, she can... Chucks my friends when she pushes me around when my chair dies. Like, my friend's like, whoa, don't mess with that woman. And then recently I started calling her Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman. She's just, she's wonderful. She does a lot. Yeah. I mean, a lot for everyone as well. Like, yeah. 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 Awesome. If I could give her the mum of the year twice, I would. (laughs) (laughs) Beautiful. Well, I think, I I think that's probably it for today, I reckon. Yeah, I think... I'm really happy with with that. I think um, mm. what a gift that you've given us, and yeah. um, you know, to shed light on your life and give us a bit of, or give me. I think Will's already got a good insight, <laughs> but to give us all listening a really good insight into some of the things that you go through and and how you just bring such joy to each day is is awesome. Yeah, and um, you know, I think before we wrap up, it'd be good just to leave us with something that you know you mentioned that you want to share this this story and get that out there a bit more yeah i I want to i want to what would you like to leave people with from today like out of life what would they yeah out of life out of what you've learned from your life you know if there was a word or a statement or take every day as it comes but really as look at the little things and be grateful what you've got you know if you've got a beautiful wife beautiful children be grateful what you've got you know and love them because before you know it, they are gone you know we're all not young you know we're getting older but yeah just more love and more unconditional and sharing mm. that's what I would like to give actually because I see too much selfishness yeah and that's in my eyes like literally I just people are just too busy in their own little worlds mm. I forget to get wake up and smell the roses in the morning you know it's not slowing down it's just appreciate what you've got yeah yeah thank you Ryan no you're very welcome thanks brother you're welcome brother that's beautiful um, so yeah if you uh, enjoyed this podcast leave us a review um, if you didn't, just keep it as your little secret. <laughs> and, um, Pop it in the comments. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, if you know anyone um, that might be, uh, would like to come on the podcast or got an interesting story, let us know as well. Um, until next time. Thanks for listening. Yeah. Peace, health and love. Ride or die. Ride or die. <laughs>